And now, introducing the man behind the newest dating app, Glenn Chat, a place for Glens. Said one woman who chose to remain anonymous, quote, I just love it. All the Glens are so pragmatic and irreverent, and they don't kink shame, unquote. He loves as hard as he works. He is Glenn Clark. I wish all Glens were like that. I wish that was the case. Sadly, I think there are a few that aren't. Good morning. It's Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn. He's Paul Valley. A lot to do, not a lot of time to do it, as is always the case on a Thursday edition of the program. Today's show brought to you by Window Nation. Final opportunity for you to take advantage of their best offer ever. Two free windows with every two you buy, plus no payments for two full years. 866-90NATION or windownation.com. It is November 18th. There are 30 days in November. I know that as a fact. That means you got 12, 12 left to take advantage of that great deal from Window Nation. Don't miss out. All right, here's what's going on today. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll listen to segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show. At the top of the hour, top of the 11 a.m. hour, the great Jim Nance will join us. He will preview Ravens-Bears. He's on the call with Tony Romo for CBS. Then we'll make our picks for the week, and uh, we've got the Press Box, or no, so the, the, the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. That's correct. I was right. What am I doing? Second-guessing myself. Silly, silly boy. Press Box Fantasy Football Show at 11.30 a.m. We do it every Thursday morning. Brought to you by Glory Days Grill, CCBC, and the Maryland Department of Transportation. Ken Zalis will join us in studio and answer your fantasy football questions for the week. Get them in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, and we will pose them to KZ. Um, look, I know you guys want me to flame and lose my mind and freak out about what happened last night in College Park. And I'm going to disappoint you because I'm not necessarily going to do those things. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not, we're not going to talk about it. We'll spend a few minutes at the top of the show talking about it because it's a rough loss. It's a rough loss. Maryland basketball falls to George Mason last night in a non-conference game that nobody thought was a gimme. In fact, if you listened to the show yesterday, you know damn well. I said not only did I think the number was nuts at 11 and a half, but I absolutely thought that George Mason could beat Maryland last night. And that's the interesting part of having this conversation about this particular game. Because there's like three or four things all going on at once when we talk about this. The first is that we're not going to pretend like George Mason is Central Connecticut State. No offense to the fine folks in Central Connecticut State. I'm sure they're lovely people. George Mason's an A-10 program. George Mason's an A-10 program um, that has talent, that brought in some significant transfers uh, during the course of the offseason. Uh, a coach that you know how the affinity that I have for Kim English, who once upon a time wanted to be a Terp, wanted to transfer to Maryland, but it just didn't work out. Thanks a lot, NCAA. Uh, instead joins the long list of Baltimore kids that end up coming back and kicking Maryland's ass when they get the chance. Deshaun Schwartz is a hell of a player. Plain and simple, he's a hell of a player. Now, do I know that, that George Mason is going to go win the big uh, the A-10? Do I know that they're going to make the NCAA tournament? I can't tell you any of those things. But you're not going to pretend like George Mason is a low-end team. This is not Maryland Eastern Shore that we're talking about. George Mason is a solid team. And George Mason, frankly, for their first three games, was playing better than Maryland was. And that was what we talked about with Patrick Stevens two days ago. It was what we talked about yesterday. George Mason has been off to a great start. So there's that. That's the first part of it. The second part is the part where even if Maryland had lost to a bad team last night at home, what's today's date, Paul Valley? 
I mean, I, I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> November 18th. November 18th. I mean this with all due respect. There is no result on November 18th that actually matters in all of college basketball except for very extreme circumstances. The extreme circumstances would be if you're a team that is going to end up being a fringe bubble team and you get a quality win. Seton Hall beating Michigan, for example, the other night, might turn out to be what gets them into the tournament. Or Seton Hall might prove to be a good team all year long, and they might not need to sweat it out when it comes to the NCAA tournament. There are almost no results in November that actually matter. It's the reality of it. You can be mad about that. You can, you know, say, oh, Glenn, but I want... No, you'd know better. It's college basketball in November. It's fun. It gives us something to bet on. It gives us something to watch. All of those things. But the results largely don't matter. Largely. There are rare exceptions for scenarios by which a result could matter in November. This one, unlikely. It's not such a bad loss that it will register as something that keeps Maryland out of the NCAA tournament. It's not, you know, maybe if Maryland ends up being really good, it could be a good win for George Mason. We'll see how that if it affects them come time to get to the bubble. But, uh, you know, I'm hard-pressed to believe that Maryland's going to be that good all season long. No offense. Just don't see that happening. So those are the first two things. Now let's get to the other stuff, and let's get to why this really is bothering you as a Maryland fan. Let's get to that part of it, because that part of it is it's one more. That part of it is there is every year we get to this time and someone says, I referenced, I did my uh, regular hit with my buddy Seren down in Kansas City. He just pops around the country and talks to various people. Hey, what's going on in your neck of the woods? And he brought up Maryland basketball two weeks ago. And I said, Saran, and the way he led into it was like, uh, it seems like there should be excitement for this Maryland team. They look pretty good. And I'm like, Saran, nobody around here cares. Nobody cares. Because we've been through this. There's been plenty of years where there's been expectation for Maryland basketball only for the season to crap out before the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. Nobody cares. Until they do something that matters you're not going to get anybody here to care about Maryland basketball in November. And that's, that's reality. That's not me editorializing. That's the reason why the building's a little more than half full for games like this. And we'll get to what Mark Turgeon said in a second. But this is more ammo. What you're really feeling isn't about what happened last night. It's not about Maryland losing to George Mason. It's about how you felt, the ambivalence that you have felt towards this program for a decade. That's what you're feeling, and it's more fuel for that. If Maryland beat George Mason last night, you're going to wake up and suddenly say, Maryland's great! If Ayala hits that three to tie it up in the final minute, they win in overtime, you're not going to suddenly be excited about Maryland basketball. It's not going to make uh, there be a, a sold-out crowd for Hofstra on Friday night. Which again, I ask you to come out and bring your uh, uh, non-perishables. We're doing uh, A.J. Francis's food drive throughout the weekend. I'll be there Friday night for the basketball game. He'll be there Saturday for the football game and again Sunday for the women's basketball game against Baylor, which is a big one. You weren't going to suddenly be all hot and bothered about Maryland basketball if they had beat George Mason last night. If they beat George Mason by 25 points, you weren't going to be hot and bothered about Maryland basketball last night. You would have said, huh, how about that? 
fine. Glad they look good. And that would have been that. That's the reality of where this program is. Nothing actually changed last night. It's just more ammo for those of you that are frustrated. That's it. And it doesn't mean you don't have the right to be frustrated. I'm not telling you that either. We've been through this conversation over and 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 over again. There is nothing about the program to be excited about. There hasn't been in a very long time. Other than the occasional really good wins. Last year they beat Illinois, right? That was a really good win. The occasional stretches where they play good basketball and you want to allow yourself to believe. But when every time you do that, you're reminded, "Mm, why am I wasting my emotion and my energy until they prove to me that they can do something they haven't done before? And they, of course, is a reflection of the head coach because the players changed so significantly in college basketball. And that's the reality. I've said a million times, I don't dislike Mark Turgeon. I largely nothing him because there's never been any reason to have an emotion towards Mark Turgeon. What would I dislike about Mark Turgeon? What would I like about Mark Turgeon? He's just sort of been the guy. It's been okay. Nothing that stands out. Could it be worse? Yeah, it could be worse. And a lot of people would say that's the problem, right? The problem is that Maryland's never good enough to believe in them and never bad enough to just say you have to fire the coach. It's the the turgatory concept that we've talked about a million times. That's that's what plays out. Last night wasn't good, but it wasn't bad enough to fire Mark Turgeon. George Mason's going to beat some teams this year. They aren't going to fire their coaches because of it. It was one more representation of the emotions that you have as a whole towards the program. And it's combined with these infuriating things that Mark Turgeon says after games like this. Thank you to my friend Ron and Owings Mills, who sent me the audio of Mark Turgeon postgame. I don't know how well this will play because there's rules with Facebook, so I can't play it over. It's a whole thing. But we'll see if you can hear this. This was Mark Turgeon on the uh, radio broadcast on 105.7 last night after the game. See, I don't know. You might not even be able to hear it at all. Playing really good teams, and um, you know, and you know, I, it, it's, 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 I know it's preseason; it is what it is. But um, you know, we, we need all the help we can get out there, and um, so yeah, they're good. They made a so yeah, there's Mark Turgeon uh, trying to make it seem like part of the problem last night was the fact that there weren't more fans at the game, and this is the type of stuff that if someone has an emotion towards Mark Turgeon, it makes them dislike him. Because it's so easy. It's almost unsportsmanlike for me to get after this. Mark Turgeon's pissed off that his team lost a game, and so he's looking for anything to blame. Yes, I would like it if Mark Turgeon would just come in and say, look, it's on me, period. That's on me. Team wasn't ready to go, it's on me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry it's Mark Turgeon. He's defensive because he knows a lot of people don't like him. So he ends up lashing out at, at someone else, the, the crowd, the insanity of that. Like there's some obligation for Maryland basketball fans to make sure they're there for a 6.30 tip-off game against George Mason on a Wednesday night in November. Like there's an obligation to pay money for that. Such nonsense. It's beyond nonsense. And it's part of the problem that we kind of always 
this is one of Mark Turgeon's things. He's a Midwestern guy, and like, there's just a different vibe there, where like, if it's the if it's the team in your community, you go and you support the team in your community at all times. Whereas this region has always been more pro-driven. When you're good, we're there. When you're not, sorry, it's the way it goes. That's the nature of it. It's not going to change. He's been here for over a decade. He knows better. You want there to be packed buildings for your games? Win a national championship. Be a regular Final Four contender. You do that, you're not going to have to worry about whether or not people show up in November. It's a chicken and the egg. There's no reason for Maryland fans to be uber excited about this program right now. Yeah, but they're ranked in the top 20. That doesn't mean anything. It's November. These are the realities. This is what faces and plagues this program and this coach. And it's frustrating. And I'm not trying to defend Mark Turgeon because it's insane for him to say that. It's insane for him to constantly blame the players. It's nuts. But I get it. I get feeling defensive because people are regularly coming after you. Doesn't make it okay. It's on you. You're the coach. You're the guy getting paid a lot of money. Sorry. It's on me. Period. On me. I didn't have them ready. There is no one to blame but me. Period. Buck stops here. But he feels like he gets blamed for everything. Well, that's the way it goes when you're the coach. You knew what the standard was. We just talked to Mark Turgeon about the standard two weeks ago on this show. He just spent time talking about the standard here. This is the reality. You lose to George Mason, you're not living up to that standard, which isn't a knock on George Mason, who I think is very good. Context. Like, I don't think they're a top 10 team. You know what I mean? I think they're a quality program. This is the reality. It's all there. All of it. You can't dismiss any of it. You can't say, yeah, but this was a really bad loss. No, it wasn't a really bad loss. It wasn't. You can't make it a really bad loss because you want it to be. Because you don't like Mark Turgeon and you're looking for the ammunition for which the school fires him. This was not a really bad loss. It wasn't a good one. It wasn't one that's, you know, you don't say, hey, this is going to be a this is going to be one of the best teams in the country this season. They're going to be a good team, but, you know, not bad. And it comes after you barely beat George Washington and barely beat Vermont. This isn't like you couldn't have seen this coming. We all saw this coming if we've been paying attention. They haven't been very good. This was the reality for this. Forgive me. I'm a novice when it comes to basketball. But I'm watching this game last night. At the beginning, they show a graphic on the on the screen. And it says, three-pointers made Per game. Mm-hmm. And it says uh, George Mason, 13 and a half. Correct. Says Maryland, five. So right there, I'm like, Maryland's probably not going to win this game. And then Maryland starts two or three well, from that, three. That alone wouldn't be the thing that would determine a game. But, but, but it, it wouldn't. But I've watched enough Maryland basketball over the last decade to know that when they play a team that's, that's, that's really good from three, a lot of times they don't win those games. And then I watch them. Maryland starts out. They get out to a 10-point lead. They're two of three. Uh, from three to start mm-hmm. the game, and then they go four for their next 20. Correct. They give up 12 three-pointers. So, I mean, we, we sat here and talked about this for, on Tuesday. The, the, the three-point shooting is an issue. There's no getting around it. Why does a team that's so, that's so poor 
at shooting the three, shoot so many threes then. Well, because the idea is, I mean, it's a shooter-shoot concept. Like, you can't, you can't become a good three-point shooting team without shooting. You know right. what I mean? But, like, but, you they're, can't, not, but, then, but they're not shooters. But, shooters the, shoot. but you're four games into the season. You can't abandon that. Right. You can't suddenly say, well, we just know we're not going to be good at it, so we have to stop shooting the three. Like, it makes you so easy to defend at that point that it's insane. You have to keep trying to shoot better. I'm not, I'm not saying stop shooting the three. I'm saying maybe not as many. You take more you, chances driving to the hole. You, I, when, when there's a kick out, when they cut, they're they going to clog the lanes in that scenario. You, your open shooters have to shoot. Like, you don't that. have a choice. They have to shoot. I get that. There's a lot of bad possessions, though. Well, I mean, there's, there's bigger problems, or there's more problems, sure. But, like, the answer isn't stop taking threes. No, I guess what I'm saying it's is— It's basketball. you got to take threes. I, I, I know. I guess what I'm saying is they're taking threes when they don't need to. Yeah. From, 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 what I, from what I'm watching. And, again, I'm a novice. Yeah, I don't know. You don't need to do a lot of things, right? Yeah. Like, like— you have to work your offense. You have to work an offense, and when the shots are there, you got to take them. Like, you have to. You don't have a choice, or else you're neutering yourself as a basketball team. Mm. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of problems. But the outside shooting is the biggest one. The biggest one right now is the outside shooting. And, yeah, George Mason's a good – they went with a shot 50% from beyond the arc yeah. last night. Like, there's going to be a problem. Again, it was why we talked about this. This You could have seen this coming. I didn't bet George Mason outright last night, but it would have been – insane to have bet Maryland to cover. God, I don't know what anybody would have been thinking betting Maryland to cover last night. Um, you know, it's what it is. I get it. You want to be angry. You want to flame. You want to be pissed off. You want to be all those things. But you got to be realistic about it. You, you can't just make things up for the sake of making it up. You can't just say, this is one of the most embarrassing losses. It's not. It's not. George Mason's better than that. Can't just say, Maryland's always going to lose... Uh, games to the teams in the area. They don't. They just beat George Washington last week. Like you can't. You, you got to be realistic about how you look at it. Is it frustrating? Because it's more ammo for why why you're so indifferent towards the program. Yeah, I get that. All right, we got to get a break right here. Uh, Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. When we come back in, uh, the Tyus Bowser Show with Chuck Clark. That's next. Glenn Clark Radio. Receive a free Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich offer card as a thank you when you donate the Toys for Tots on Saturday, November 20th at any of the 13 Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A Stuff the Truck event sites. Be one of the first 50 people to donate, and you also get a free T-shirt. For a location list and more information, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash Toy Drive. What's up, everybody? This is Ty's Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Ty's Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Ty's Bowser show. The next Ty's Bowser show is this Tuesday night, November 23rd at Alonzo's on Cold Spring Lane. It's brought to you by Window Depot Baltimore, windowdepotbaltimore.com, and Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, duffysgaragemd.com, as well as Pressbox and Great Eights Memorabilia, and the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard, joins us courtesy of my bookie. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. 
Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Hey, it's KZ. The Pressbox Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, facebook.com slash Sports or pressboxonline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Pressbox Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. If you miss anything, don't forget that you can find whole shows later on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon Podcasts. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Five ninety nine nachos tonight at Glory Days Grill. Six ninety nine burgers every Monday. GloryDaysGrill.com. I love Glory Days Grill. Know you do as well. Get your order and make your weekend better. All right, let me get to some uh, responses before we get to the Tyus Bowser show. Andrew Stecka. Glenn, when it comes to Turgeon and him talking about the standard, isn't that the whole conversation? I'm with you the whole way on not really caring that they lost to Mason, but isn't the standard that he should have people caring about those types of losses? Isn't the standard that he talked about last week on your show that those types of losses should matter and they should be unacceptable? It feels like this standard thing is the very thing he hasn't been able to live up to and therefore he isn't the guy. The fact that no one cares enough to get pissed off says more about the standard than anything else to me. I understand what you're trying to say, Andrew. Like, I get that. And I've talked a lot about the indifference and the the ambivalence related to this program. But you still have to be fair about that. Like, in context, good teams lose games in November. It happens. Like, I, we, we can't pretend like this is some damning thing. Like, no program has ever lost a game in November and prove to be good at the end of the season. We can't do that. We're, we're rewriting history in that way. Um... You can point out that a year ago, you know, everything was a little bit goofy because, um, you know, there wasn't uh, there wasn't the normal non-conference season for a lot of people, and Baylor ended up winning the national championship, and they were one of the best teams all season. But it's not like that every year. There, are, you know, every year. I'm trying to uh, what's a good example? UCLA made the Final Four last year, right? Like UCLA is a program that everybody feels very good about right now, and made a run to the Final Four a year ago. We can all establish that, correct? I'm not. That's indisputable fact about UCLA. I just, I don't know, but I'm going to go back and check UCLA's schedule and see what they did in November of last season just to see if um, there's anything that's interesting about what happened to them. UCLA opened the year last year by losing by 15 points to San Diego State. Now, to be fair, San Diego State's a decent program. They're a, they're a, a high mid-major. Probably a little bit higher, I would say, than George Mason is right now. A little bit. But there's some similarity there. And UCLA went to the Final Four a year ago. So 
again, if we separate, if the conversation isn't really about losing last night, it's really about the nature of the program. I get what you're saying, Andrew. I just, you can't, even by saying there's a standard, losing a game to George Mason does not qualify as some earth-shattering, this program is garbage type of, of loss. Now, the fact that they nearly lost the two games before it, and you want to say as a whole, you just don't feel like the, this program is trending in the right direction, you know, that's a different conversation. And whether or not they'll be able to win games in the coming weeks against, you know, some, some better competition, teams like they face Richmond on Thanksgiving, we can have that talk. I'm fine with that. But you can't alone try to make the George Mason loss the damning thing about this program or the thing that says they can't live up to their standard. They can still accomplish everything they want to accomplish this year. Not telling you they will, despite the fact they lost to George Mason. I think the reaction is more what you fear they won't be able to do because of what you've seen for the last three games. And that I get. But you have to let it play out before we react to it. You can't proactively react to something that hasn't happened yet. It's the nature of the beast. If you get through this season and it does go south, then we can react to it the same way. But you have to allow that to occur. You have to let those games play out before we have that conversation. The ambivalence towards the program is it's that's a it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem, but one they decided they would commit to anyway because they sort of felt like they were up against the wall a little bit. That you just don't fire coaches who regularly make the NCAA tournament. We talked about it, you know, ad nauseum. It happened to Steve Lavin, and that's about the list. Coaches that regularly make the NCAA tournament don't get fired in college basketball. It doesn't happen. And so the program felt like it couldn't. There were boosters that said, we don't want him fired. We like him. And they didn't think they could fire him. So here we are. I I get it. There are a lot of you that think they should have. I understand that. And... There are a lot of you that think that Maryland's openly accepting that this is who we are now as a basketball program. We're not. We're never going to be back to competing for national championships. We're never going to be back to being an, uh, an East Coast power. We're just going to be, the goal is to be good enough, and that's good enough. And the evidence that you have would suggest you're right about that. I don't think anyone internally would say that, but the evidence you have would suggest that you're right. From, uh, from John Little Rock. Even in the heartland and states where the teams are king, you have to give the fans something to be excited to see. We like winning and getting better. Maryland's coach does nothing to get me excited. Uh, people in Arkansas are fired up for their team right now. Coach Musselman is a social media marvel and brings such a mega energy to everything he does. On top of it, he is bringing in top five recruiting classes when Maryland gets a coach that motivates me, wake me up. I understand what you're saying about that, but to be fair, if, the motiv- if being a motivator isn't met with also winning, it's irrelevant too. You know what I mean? Like... He- you can't just get by on, well, he's really likable and he's popular on social media. You have to go win as well. Winning is the end-all, be-all, period. Winning is all that matters. If you are Bob, – Bob Huggins is the most boring coach on the face of the planet. He could not be less interesting. But he's largely won in his career. And so people have been happy wherever he's been. For the most part, they haven't wanted to fire him because he's been a winner. Um, Paul and Ovilando, I've learned of you. No, the November-December part of the season is playing first-round tournament games over and over. So it is what it is. When I watch uh, Big Ten Network shows, etc., experts always praise Turgeon as a head coach. In general, do we as Terps fans, are we as Terps fans too critical of him? Do we have unrealistic, uh, unrealistic expectations? Unrealistic? Depends on what your expectations are. 
I mean, if you think you should be winning a national championship every year, that's unrealistic for anybody. I mean, Duke and Kentucky don't do that. If your expectations are you should have more than one Sweet 16 appearance in 12 years, that's not unrealistic. I would like to hope it's not unrealistic. Uh, God, it's that's a sad state of affairs if that's unrealistic. No, I don't think that's the case. I think Mark Turgeon has a lot of defenders that believe that he they are more willing to try to go to bat for Mark Turgeon because of what we talked about, because the the he makes the NCAA tournament. It's easy to say that someone who doesn't make the NCAA tournament is a bad coach. When someone makes the NCAA tournament, the fraternity, it's very difficult for them to say, well, we think this guy can't coach, because they don't think that's a standard they would want themselves to have to live up to. I mean, that's, I think, the reality of it. It's a difficult thing. They're good enough to be good enough. And that's enough for a lot of people. And a lot of people just like their conversations with Mark Turgeon. He's, he plays well to the national media. Has always played better to the national media than the local media. Um, this is relevant before we get to Tyus Bowser. Uh, Brian Powell points out that it is official. The uh, SWART committee has approved five casinos for retail sports wagering as of today. Hollywood Casino, uh, Horseshoe Casino, Live Casino, MGM National Harbor, and Ocean Downs Casino have all been approved for uh, brick-and-mortar betting. When that will start exactly, don't know, don't have those details just yet, but it's finally been approved. It's finally going to come, as I've told you a million times. Still will be a long time before you're able to bet on your phone, but at least it'll give you the option for brick-and-mortar, and we'll be talking more about that in the coming days, what that means in the state. We will get you all of those details. Right now, we need to let you know that uh, Chick-fil-A needs your help. The Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A restaurants, they need to stuff the truck. This Saturday, November 20th, donate a new toy at any of the 13 stuffed truck locations and receive a free chicken sandwich offer card as a thank you. For more information, visit pressboxonline.com slash toy drive. We're not going to get to the whole second segment of the show, but we're going to listen to as much as we can right now, segment two, the Tyus Bowser Show from this week. Back in here for segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show. We are live at Mother's North in Timonium. Thank you all once again for coming out tonight and hanging out with us. Please make some noise again for Tyus Bowser and Chuck Clark. I'm Glenn. She's the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard. Um, I want to thank the two of you, Tyus, Chuck, because you've been taking the time to say hello to everybody and take pictures and sign autographs. And everybody you just met made a donation tonight uh, to the Harvest for Hope to take care of people in our community that need it this Thanksgiving season. So big shout-out to you guys and a huge shout-out to all of you for bringing donations tonight, food items, taking care of people that need it. That's a really big deal. That's cool. means a lot to us. Great Eights Memorabilia, of course, is a partner of ours, and they organized all this, and they still have some more things they're asking you to help out with. Uh, this Sunday, if you don't know where you're watching the game, there's going to be an event at Jimmy's. I know everybody's been to Jimmy's. I mean, come on. There's going to be an event there with Ray Rice uh, to watch the game, to raise uh, more for the Thanksgiving giveaway with Harvest Hope, and then a couple of toy drives in December. Uh, not only our events with Tyus, but also Anthony Averett's going to be doing an event as well. And then a big event featuring some Maryland basketball stars like Eric Ayala and Fats Russell and Cutus Wahab. 
different world now, man. NIL, that's the way it works, I right? Know, you guys man. weren't able to take advantage of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> an opportunity to. Uh, but there's going to be an event with those guys as well for the toy drive. So please go to greateightsmemorabilia.com. That's the word great, the number eight, the letter S, memorabilia.com in order to find out more about how you can help further this holiday season. Awesome stuff that our friends and our partners at Great Eights Memorabilia are doing. Love Chris Rowan and that crew. Thank you, guys. Tyus Bowser, you got to talk me out of something. <laughs> and, and, and you might instead choose to go with me. Okay, let's hear it. I'm uh, 38. I'm turning 40 in uh, a couple years. Okay. And my buddy and I were trying to plan what we might do. We're both turning 40. Said, what's something crazy we could do to celebrate our 40th birthday? Well, you already went skydiving. I went skydiving. Yeah, and that was fun. That was cool. That was cool. That was big time. Um, but for, I, I want to throw this out to you. For $2,500, I could rent for one night the original Jersey Shore house to throw a party for my oh, 40th snap. birthday. Tell me why I wouldn't do that. I can't. I mean, That's a, thank you. Thank no. you. Would, would you please text my wife and, and tell her that that is a wise way to spend That's some money? That's a very wise way. They, was Tyus the one that liked Jersey? Oh, was it yeah. That was a big Tyus Jersey fan. Yes. We are so, in lockstep. So he's definitely not talking oh, you out of that. Step, Maybe right? Chuck like, will talk you out of that instead. I don't know. No, that's Man, perfect. I if I rent the Jersey Shore house for a party, would you come up and hang out? Definitely. All right, that's we're doing it. It's I've done. I've always wanted to check it out, too. Yeah, right? Yeah, but you got to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a, I know, I'm not making Tyus Bowser money, but, like, you know, it's my 40th oh, birthday. Like, when, when, when do you plan on, like, is it, like, during this time of no, the No, we year? do it. We make sure we did it in the, the summer. Yeah, yeah you got to right? do it during like, the summertime, can, you know. What, they got the little corner, the little festival Hell night? Yeah. yeah, man. We'll go to the T-shirt shop. We'll make some shirts. <laughs> get, your, get your face all on the front of it. Chuck, how much are you cringing about Tyus and I talking about the Jersey Shore? Nah, I mean, as long as I, what's it, the Jersey Pump? Yeah. 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 yeah! You got to like do that. that. Yeah, like what's the name of the club? We got to go there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. We got to go. I don't know, but you got to understand. You got to call that taxi. T-shirt time. Yeah. T-shirt time. Cabs are here. Cabs here. Cabs here. Oh, God, I love that so much. We're making all for 2500 2500 Wow. You got to do that, right, Chuck? Yeah, you got to. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Might as well. Why not? Rita is silently judging me right now. <laughs> she is silently yeah, judging me. Yeah, why are you looking like that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think I got turned off. No, I'm not judging. I'm just... I... Okay. She is, in other words. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, you can't blame us, man. No, no. Um, I, look, I, I watched the Jersey Shore just like you guys. So I, I was a fan. I'm just like, wow, two thousand dollars, twenty five hundred a night. Sorry, I thought I, I thought it was two thousand, but twenty. Come on, Rita. Okay, like, I, I, I mean, do you feel like it should be? You you think it should be? I mean, be. Have, have you been to Jersey Shore? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> She's not wrong that it's trashy in general. She's not wrong about that. That is true. That is true. All right. Uh, with that in mind, we've talked about TV guilty pleasures a lot. I want to talk about music guilty pleasures with you. I want to talk about if someone had access to your Spotify or your Apple or whatever it is, and they saw your music listening history, what would be the thing that you would be most embarrassed by or you would try to scrub before they were able to see it? Honestly, nothing. 
It can, Good answer. It can, you can play anything you want on there. What would you get judged the most for? What would people side-eye you when they saw that it was in your listening I history? I mean, they'll probably say I'm a Drake fan. That's about well, it. Well, I mean, we know that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's probably the only thing. But other than that, I mean, all types of genres, different artists. I mean, it's all in there. So, I mean, whatever you want to listen to, whatever mood you in, it's in there. You didn't listen to, like, the new Taylor Swift record, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I ain't going to say all of that. But, I mean, if she if she has some good songs, I'll definitely all listen right. to them. All right. Oh, a good DJ. He a good DJ, for sure. He a good DJ. I'm one of the DJs. We got, like, we got two two DJs in the locker room. One is Brandon, and the other is Ty. So Brandon we got like a third. We got a third one floating around somewhere, but he's yeah. the best. So he this was, I mean, like, Terrell was definitely a DJ. DJ when he was in town, like yeah. he definitely had control of the music uh -huh. for a while. You've taken over, like you, you, you control music for the whole locker room. I do, I do. Listen, and it, it get bad when when Brandon start playing that bull. Oh hey, turn yours up, Tyus. What defines that bull? No, no, no. What defines that bull? What's he playing that you like? All right, come the, on, man. Stuff that like nobody knows. It would be like electro pump. You know what I'm saying? A mix. You playing? Electro mix you playing? Violin instrumentals of, of hip hop songs and stuff, and I'm like, bro, yeah. not before practice, <laughs> not before practice, uh -huh. not after practice, not in the morning, not when everybody's gone. <laughs> Maybe when you're the only one in the building, but if somebody is there, I don't need you playing music. And why does his... he have the aux cord? I'm sorry, Glenn. And I'm still on this. And the why crazy... does he still have the, the aux And he has the, the biggest speaker. He, he got the, ah. the biggest speaker. He can and... turn it up. And be over oh, so he just overpowers y'all. Yes. Oh, well, my shouldn't God. Shouldn't it become an arms race at some point? Like, shouldn't you be going out to get a bigger speaker so that you can got overpower? Got to. Got to. Speaker wars. Yeah. And I want to do that, but then at the same time, it's like seniority, you know? Uh, it's a monocracy. Yeah. So, you know, Brandon's been there. He's the He's the guy. He's a free agent, though, at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's the very unpopular opinion in, in the locker room. Okay. So. I can't believe y'all wouldn't get together as, like, a team and be like, yo, we love you, but this has got to end. Like, you can't be we a do. DJ anymore. We do. We do. We really do. <laughs> we really do. We're like, yo, doesn't... why are you playing this? Like, and he just looks at us crazy and just start bopping his head and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, that's how he looks. Huh? We've seen that man dance. That dude dances a yeah. lot. Like, he yeah. can dance. Chuck, is there anything embarrassing? Is there anything that people would judge you for? No, nah, I wouldn't say embarrassing, but I know in my top two always, you're going to see the little Apple Kids playlist because so, I'm always playing Baby Shark oh, for my yeah. little girl. So oh. I always got the Baby Shark going. So, it, it used I, mean, to, I used to encourage people to like... We're going we're gonna to pause for a second, fast forward a little bit because I want to get to some other things that Chuck Clark had to say during the course of the show. We're listening to Tyus Bowser's show from this week. We were live at Mother's North in uh, Timonium. The next Tyus Bowser show is coming up next Tuesday night. We will be at Alonzo's on Cold Spring Lane for the next Tyus Bowser show brought to you by Pressbox Great Eights Memorabilia, Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Duffy'sGarageMD.com, as well as Window Depot Baltimore, WindowDepotBaltimore.com, and MyBookie. So just going to fast forward a little bit so we can try to get you some more uh, good stuff from the Tyus Bowser show this week. Some pumpkin pie slander loaded up in the barrel. Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. All right. We'll leave it alone, then. We'll leave it alone. <laughs> Chuck Clark, I want to talk to you about wearing the green dot. Yeah. Something that I don't think I've ever had the chance to chat with you about. It's been a few years now. Uh-huh. Um, the first time, you were like, oh, me. All right. Like, yeah. at what point, how long did it take to get comfortable? What's it really like? For people that just hear that and they're like, 
You're the quarterback of the defense. Yeah. Is that really what it's like inside a huddle? Kind of. <laughs> a little kind bit. Uh, to break it down, though, and go back to it, we was playing the Steelers that week, and then we had some unfortunate injuries. And then um, I think we finished that game out with the person on the mic. But going into the next week, I knew I was going to be starting. And I'm like, it was, uh, it was Monday, so we ain't got too much going on. And I'm like, who going to do the mic? And then coach ended up calling me. He was like, hey, I need you to do the mic this week. And in my head, I'm kind of thinking like, all right, I think he like, if, if I mess up, then it's cool. That's what they expected. But in my head, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perfect this and I'm going to run with it. But um, I think it was that moment just like hearing guys tell me like, hey, you are the quarterback. Hey, you, if you, we don't got a call, you just call it. Let's go. Let's run this show. So then that's kind of when I had to start picture like all right I got to slow the game down for myself um slow it down for the other people around me because the first thing that we we all need is a call on the field if we can get a call we can go play if we not all the same all on the same page then it's gonna look bad does it require you being like demonstrative getting in guys faces sometimes does that does the role require you to to be that type of person nah nah I, everybody a pro you know but I mean, um, if we if we on the field, you know. Do you ever so, do it just for fun, then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if, if we on the field, you know, and uh, like the, the Minnesota game, I'm I'm telling them I'm like we not losing this game. Like let's dig deep. We in the red zone. They they pushing down there on the field on us, and we like hey let's let's stand up. It's time to get right, you know. So sometimes, but everybody pitch in though. It's not just a one person effort. Like you know, sometimes I might not be seeing something. Somebody else might say something to me, and then, all right, you know I. Come out there and say it to everybody else. So it, I think it take everybody, honestly. Are you the speech type? Are you? Nah. Okay. I, 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 I'm not the speech type, but um, if I'm feeling it on game day, I, I'll get up and say something before the game. But dudes be like, man, go say something. And I think that's a, that's like where I'll be like, okay, because I have the green dot, I'm expected to say something yeah. sometimes. So I'm throwing out there a little bit to say something. So if I'm feeling good on game day and, you know, I'm riled up, I might I might give a little speech every now and then. What's, uh, how's, how's Chuck as a speech giver? Besides? Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy is like he's like very underrated to me. Like okay. he's like you say he's not the he's not the speech guy. He, he's more of a quiet guy. But when he speaks, like he's heard. You know what I'm saying? Because guys have that respect for him. You know, with him being the quarterback of the defense, and I mean it shows. You know, in his preparation. I mean, just coming in the first day. You know, just learning the defense. I mean, just to see him just understand it so quick I was like man like how does he understand this and for me I respect him so much because he understood the defense he understood what was going on and he made sure everybody was on one accord even on the field you know telling us what's going on but then on the side too hey ties we and z-boy hey ties this is going on hey if you if if we call this understand that you know this could go uh this is a live call this can be you know done on the motion or things like yeah. that. So, I mean, he's doing more than just giving us a call, but he's also orchestrating, making sure that, you know, we on all one accord and making sure that, you know, we understand our job. If anything comes up that we are, we are in the mention of, we understand what's going on. So that's one thing that I respect out of him is that he, he understands his defense and people respect him for that. We're used to speeches in Baltimore, right? Like there was a dude here for a long time that was pretty good at him. Who's the best on the team right now? Like, who's the best? You, you need somebody to say something before you go, got to get a stop. Who's the best in that role right now? I, it's crazy because I feel like Alejandro, every, really? time, he, every time he talk, 
you get a message out of it. But a lot of guys can talk, and you might, you know, all right, that was cool, you know, but I feel like I get a message out of it just because I see a, a different perspective of somebody that's from a different country who's, wow. who's done a different profession, you know, from the military. And, and when he talks, sometimes I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I see something different, and I respect it. That's cool. That's mm -hmm. cool, man. Uh, I can say him, too. Um, I know Fee, Fee has been a big motivator for me. Yeah. Uh, Calais, just knowing who he is and just what he's done. So when he talks, you know, you listen. Um, I definitely say Levine is up there too. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been he's been on this team, you know. Forever. Of, yeah, Forever. and his play shows and when he speaks, man, it's like, it catches you. So when he means it, he means it and you listen and when you hear guys like that talk, man, it just, it just motivates you. So those are my, those are my, all right, there we go. That's going to be all we're going to be able to listen to for right now for the Tyus Bowser show. The entire show is available right now uh, in the archives. You can go check it out uh, from uh, Mother's Intimonium this week. We had a great time with Tyus and Chuck Clark. Uh, great to have them out. And again, go check that out. Thanks to Window Depot, Baltimore, Duffy's Garage, and Baldwin, my bookie, Great Aids Memorabilia, and Press Box. When we come back in, we're going to tell you a little bit more about uh, this great event Saturday with Chick-fil-A uh, as they're stuffing the truck to help Toys for Tots. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Come in for Glory Burgers, Glory Wings. There's glory for everyone at Glory Days Grill. Enjoy their award-winning burgers, ribs, and wings, or try our fresh salads, hand-cut salmon, or our scrumptious sandwiches. Yum! Come in for our daily specials every weekday, like $6.99 burgers on Mondays and $5.99 nachos on Thursdays. And watch football on their big screens every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. Dine in and let us serve you, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com. Com and take it home. Visit us at glorydaysgrill.com for a location near you. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Once again this season, Pressbox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL Chicks, Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. PressBox's Project Game Day, every game day presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. Receive a free Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich offer card as a thank you when you donate to Toys for Tots on Saturday, November 20th at any of the 13 Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A Stuff the Truck event sites. Be one of the first 50 people to donate, and you also get a free T-shirt. For a location list and more information, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash Toy Drive. I've driven my tractor-trailer millions of miles, and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember, because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. What's up, everybody? This is Tyus Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Tyus Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page 
or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is this Tuesday night, November 23rd at Alonzo's on Cold Spring Lane. It's brought to you by Window Depot Baltimore, windowdepotbaltimore.com, and Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, duffysgaragemd.com, as well as Press Box and Great 8's memorabilia. And the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard, joins us courtesy of my bookie. We can't imagine why you'd want to, but you can watch GCR live. It's at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. And try to guess whether these guys are wearing any pants. Back in here on GCR, Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Uh, you know how much we care about uh, charity endeavors and helping out the community. And you also know how much I deeply care about Chick-fil-A. You know, it's something that I have quite the passion for. And so when we get the opportunity to combine these two things, that means a great deal to me, probably more than it should for a reasonable human being. But uh, I really do get quite excited about it. Joining us now uh, from Chick-fil-A, she is our friend Lisa Scott Dewanchek, and she's with us now on GCR. Lisa, it's Glenn. It's great to chat with you again. I uh, hope you're having a, a, a good fall. Thank you for taking a co- couple of minutes for us. My pleasure. Thank you for championing this cause that we have this Saturday. I really appreciate well, you, this. You know how much I love you guys, and uh, I love everything about this. For, pe- <laughs> for people that don't know, this has been some. How long have you guys been doing this? Because I feel like I have I've been over for years now dropping off toys and getting my own free Chick-fil-A sandwich cards. Well, actually, I don't know that it's been years. We actually started I, it, um, and it might feel like years I was because just, of I, COVID. We, I, I only mean like, I'm not talking it. about like 10. I just feel like it's been a couple of years. <laughs> we started it because of COVID. We decided really how safe and, right. and easy that it would be to set up, stuff the trucks all over Central Maryland. And sure enough, last year we did it. We had 13 trucks last year. We collected over 8,000 toys. It was so fantastic to see people come out, share the love. And um, this year we added a truck. So we actually have 14 trucks now. We had one added last minute. We have um, a truck in Kent Island. And so trucks all over the place that people can come, donate that brand new toy for Toys for Tots. And as a thank you, we give them the sandwich uh, Be Our Guest card. I'm going to run through some of them. You can find out the locations by going to PressBoxOnline.com slash Toy Drive. It includes mm-hmm. the Mall in Columbia, Chick-fil-A Forest Hill, uh, the Center at Glen Burnie, the Chick-fil-A in Owings Mill Square, which was my – when I was at the Ravens facility every day, uh, I knew Julio. <laughs> we, I'm, I'm not kidding. Julio knew my order <laughs> so well that he legitimately would print my name on the receipt because he, when he would hear it, he <laughs> knew it That's so awesome. Me. That's oh, so I, awesome. I well, we it. want everybody to feel like family, I, so that's I, wonderful. I always have. Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square, of course, love Steve and that entire team. Yes. Uh, Westfield Annapolis Mall, the Village at Wall Chapel and Gambrels, Delaney Valley Road and the Towson Town Center. You can drop them off there. East Point Mall, uh, Chick-fil-A Constant Friendship up in Abingdon, uh, the Pasadena Crossing, as well as uh, in Elders or in Sykesville, got it out there. I understand the Eldersburg Crossing Shopping Center. That's a new truck this yeah. year too. We get to go add that one out there in Carroll County. We're thrilled. That's awesome. And then, as Lisa mentioned, also at Chick Fil A on Kent Island uh, in Chester. So all over, you're no not good stuff. There is there is one near you. Is the point that we're trying to make? There is going right. to be, even if it's not at every Baltimore area Chick Fil A restaurant. You're not going to have to go far to go drop off a toy on Saturday. 
That's correct. And if you want to do it from the comfort of your own home, we have an Amazon wish list where you can order that toy online. It goes directly to one of our Chick-fil-A's, and we get that to the warehouses of Toys R Us. I mean, excuse me, Toys for Tots. Right. I got toys in the brain. Um, and so you can do that, and we still mail you the Be Our Guest card. Oh, that's awesome. So your- that is yeah. awesome. And and we actually have that linked up as well at PressBoxOnline.com slash Toy Drive. Again, PressBoxOnline.com slash Toy Drive. If you can't make it out for whatever reason on Saturday, click that Amazon wish list, and you'll still get your free chicken sandwich card. So let, let's make that very clear. This is that simple, right? You show up at, your, you show up at one of these locations on Saturday with um, a, a new and preferably unwrapped toy, correct? Yes, we don't want them wrapped. So brand new toy, not wrapped. Show up with that toy and turn it in, and you get your Be Our Guest card for the free sandwich. You can meet some of the Marines that will be on site, um, and some of the wonderful Chick-fil-A staff will be on site. So... Um, it's just a win-win all the way around for everybody, and we're actually helping families right here in Maryland. How good does that oh, that's feel? That's incredible. That's incredible. And, I, and when you mean win-win, this is the definition of win-win because, as you point out, <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing something good for the community, and you're getting free Chick-fil-A in the process, which is just a That's bit, right. You can literally take that card. You don't have to, like um, – Sometimes I'll go play trivia somewhere, Lisa, and like they right, you, you right. win, and they give you a gift card, and they're like, "Well, you got to wait a week. You can't use it tonight." No, it's not like that. You, you can, can turn around. Yeah, you can actually. You could actually put that gift card, that uh, be our guest card, in somebody's stocking if you wanted to spread the love even further, or you can, you know, give it to a child, a teacher, whatever. But either way, it's good at any of the forty-five Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants, and that's who's sponsoring this total event, even though it's. Only 14 trucks in Central Maryland. When you look at that, all 45 Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants are sponsoring the event awesome. for us. So that's exciting. That is awesome. That's great stuff. And, and and just so we know all the rules, is there if if four people in a family all show up with four different toys, do they get four Chick-fil-A cards? Yes, it's one per person. Um, not it's not per toy; it's per person. So if each of the four bring a toy, they each get the the be our guest card. Man. And then the first fifty people at any of the sites in the morning starts at nine thirty a.m. They get those early birds. We appreciate them. They also get a free T-shirt, a Chick Fil A wow. T-shirt, and the BOG if oh. they bring the toy. Well, I might have to change my schedule then to make sure that I'm out a little <laughs> bit earlier on Sunday, to, so I don't. You have to have an that. incentive for those early birds, and we have a thank you for everyone because we know it's been a rough couple of years. And when you choose to give back over everything else, we just we want to thank you. We appreciate that you care about these neighborhoods as much as we do right here in our backyard. That is so great. That is so tremendous. Again, pressboxonline.com/slash toy drive right now is where you should go and you'll see the list of all of the area chick-fil-a restaurants that will have trucks that you can get to on saturday get there early you'll get a free t-shirt if you're one of the first it said 50 people correct lisa at, yes at the first each 50. and these aren't all at chick-fil-a's let me clear that these aren't all at different chick-fil-a's some of them are in shopping centers right. one of them in nearby the one in canton is at the merit club yeah. so it's there's everywhere they're, they're nearby so if they're not actually at the chick-fil-a they're nearby a nearby Chick-fil-A. correct exactly right and that those details again are there or you can find the amazon wish list and you can get a toy taken care of that way and you will be sent your Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich card uh, for free, which is just so stinking cool. That is so cool <laughs> what you guys are doing. Something for everybody. We make it easy. Lisa, uh, you know how much I love this. Uh, you know how much I love our partnership. You know how much I love the Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants. Uh, uh, you have gotten quite a few of my dollars over the years. <laughs> well, we we'll... appreciate you as we do all of our fans, and I thank you for this time today to share this wonderful event. Lisa, whenever we can do anything to help you guys out with something like this, you know how much it means to us. We are happy to do it. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes. 
minutes for us this morning. My pleasure. Happy holidays. Same to you. Bye-bye. Lisa Scott Dewanchik from uh, Chick-fil-A checking in with us, uh, representing the uh, Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants. And again, Saturday throughout the day, starting at 930, get out with your toy, new unwrapped toy. Bring it to one of those locations that you find at pressboxonline.com slash toy drive, and you will get a free Chick-fil-A sandwich offer card as a thank you for making your donation to Toys for Tots. Definition of win-win. There's four of us in my family, so we getting four Chick-fil-A sandwich offer cards. I know that much. That is happening this Saturday. Looking forward to it. Speaking of things I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to chatting with the great Jim Nance. He's on the call for Ravens-Bears this Sunday for CBS, and we'll talk to him next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. All good things come to an end, which is the case with Window Nation's best offer ever. You can still get two free windows with every two purchased, plus no down payment, no monthly payment, and no interest payments for two years. But hurry, because this stellar deal ends this month. Cold weather is here, natural gas prices are the highest they've been in years, and wasting energy with old, inefficient windows will cost you a fortune. Get two free windows with every two you buy, plus pay nothing for two full years. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. The offseason is upon us, but baseball never sleeps. Hi, I'm Zach Goodman, and you can find me on The Batter on with host Paul Valley every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon. We've got the best local coverage on every trade and signing, plus every update on the new CBA negotiations. You can watch us live at facebook.com slash pressboxsports or listen at pressboxonline.com slash radio. That's The Batter out every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon for the best in offseason baseball coverage. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Duffy's Garage is a family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland. An authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa Pro Care Center with ASE certified techs. Tell them that Glenn Clark sent you and receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. You gotta trust where you take your car, so take it to where I take mine. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin. Duffy'sGarageMD.com Stay tuned. Your chance to win a million dollars is coming up. Probably not from us. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. Just for the record, from the Baltimore Sun, yes, the five casinos were given approval today by Swark. That's the good news. The bad news, quote, several procedural steps remain before the Maryland Lottery and Gaming Control Commission can formally issue the licenses. But 
It's a step in the right direction. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, it's, it's the reality of the circumstances. We're still going to be waiting a little bit longer, but it's a step in the right direction. All right, into hour number two of the program today. If you missed it last night, speaking of sports business, Stan the Fan Charles, Gary Stein, former uh, uh, major professional sports executive Andy Dolich, and uh, the professor Marty Conway all had a powwow to break down the big stories in sports business. It's available right now, facebook.com slash pressboxsports. Click on the videos tab or go to pressboxonline.com slash video to see it there. He's a very busy man with a lot to do, so we had to do this a little bit earlier on, but an opportunity to catch up with the great Jim Nance before he calls Ravens-Bears Sunday on CBS. Always one of our favorites, and we always greatly appreciate him taking the time. He will be on the call Sunday for Ravens-Bears from Chicago on CBS. He is, of course, the great Jim Nance, and he's back with us here on GCR. Jim, it's Glenn. You have been so good to us over the years. Thank you once again for taking the time for us this morning. Glenn, anytime. I'm excited to be back with the Ravens. I, I just hate the fact it's taken until week 11 for Tony and I to get one of the games, but maybe there's going to be just a whole bunch of them coming up for the rest of the season. I, I'd like I to so. think so. I'd like to think that's going to be the case. Jim, you know, you take me through as a broadcaster. I know every game's exciting and every game's got storylines. You know, you just had Aaron Rodgers return last week, but doing a Lamar Jackson game, which I guess it wasn't as thrilling for uh, for Joe and for uh, Troy last week, but when you know you're working with one of the great talents or you're, you're calling a game involving one of the great talents of a generation, what does that do for you as a broadcaster? Well, you can't wait to just watch it with your own eyes instead of watching him perform on television, to be in the arena and watch all the many things that he does to lead his team. And uh, it's an awesome sight. I mean, it is definitely worth the, double the price of a ticket and beyond. And I, I'm just looking forward to seeing again. I've obviously had the chance to call many of his games now over the last few years, but uh, my gosh, it's been such a crazy season. I, I, you know, I, I, I vacillate Glenn is Baltimore, the best team in the AFC is a Tennessee is a Buffalo, but I know they've got a tough schedule coming up the Ravens, but when you, when you, when you got Lamar at quarterback uh, and I think most of the season, he's played at a level that's been better than any other season. Uh, it's an awful, it's an awful lot of fun to watch. Yeah, there's no doubt about. It. We've been we've been spoiled here in Baltimore for sure, Jim. Over these last couple of years, what, what you allude to, obviously, you know, that's what we've been talking about this week, right? Is is what do we make of what we saw from the Ravens a week ago? And in context of looking around, and boy, the league has been so topsy turvy over the course of the last couple of weeks. Do, do you have faith? This is still John Harbaugh that we're talking about. This is Lamar Jackson. That despite their flaws, despite their issues at running back, this is a Ravens team that's still going to be able to figure things out the rest of the way. Oh, I think they definitely have to be considered with a handful of other teams to be uh, the most likely teams to walk away with the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. It's hard to explain what happened in Miami. No one saw that coming, but you, you said it. I've been calling it like the twilight zone. And from my perch, and I go back to the old days when CBS had the NFL in the 80s and 90s, I cannot recall a stretch, call it two to three weeks now that we've just gone through with the league, where so many bottom feeders have figured out a way to beat the top teams. It kind of started with the, the Jets beating Cincinnati a couple of weeks back. Mm. And, and then all, those, all of a sudden, you've got games like, Denver over Dallas, blowing them out. You got Jacksonville over Buffalo. That might be the biggest mystery of all. Uh, and, and you know, t- t- Washington over Tampa 
Miami over Baltimore. What is going on here? This is crazy. So it's um, – I don't even know what to credit it to. But as a fan, as a Raven fan, I'm sure it drives you crazy. As an overall fan of the league, I think it's kind of fun when you can tune in the game and not feel like it's a foregone conclusion anymore, what's going to happen. Well, and ideally, we're talking with Jim Nance, who's, of course, calling Ravens-Bears for CBS on Sunday. It, it keeps more cities invested, right? I, it, Jim, right now, if I told you, you gotta, you have to guarantee me the team, a team that's going to win the Super Bowl, right? How many teams would you need in your pile to be able to say, I can guarantee one of these teams is winning the Super Bowl? Well, I just mentioned a minute ago I'd put the Ravens in, in there with a handful of teams. But, I mean, just on, I call it our side of the equation, the AFC, yeah. CBS, of course, the AFC Network, where do you go? I mean, you got Tennessee right now holds the one spot, but no Derrick Henry, and they've won two games without him, um, which a lot of people thought they would fold. Hasn't been the case. Will that be able to hold up? The playoffs are a long way away, as we know, Glenn. Then you got Buffalo that's hot and cold. I kind of thought going into the season that maybe they were going to be the best in the AFC. And for a long while, I thought it was Baltimore. I still think they're going to be right there. And all of a sudden, Kansas City, you know, you live week to week. Kansas City does what it does, uh, what it did on Sunday night, routing the Raiders. And you start to think, uh-oh, uh-oh, we, we can't rule them out either. So who knows? Um, yeah, I, I've, I've really concerned myself with what's happening on the on the AFC side of it. Sure. and. It's really difficult. Just take the Ravens' division, Glenn. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh, after week four, I had them week four at Lambeau Field. They lost. They were not all that competitive against Green Bay, and they were one and three. And you thought, clearly, they're the fourth best in that division. And now here they are at five, three, and one. A bad tie against Detroit, but they didn't have Big Ben. Cleveland's a mystery. What are they? We, we know that they, they can, they're dangerous. Cincinnati was five and two, and for a little while held the one seed through seven weeks of of the season. They were the number one seed in the AFC. Now they've had two bad losses going into last week's bye. So that division on its own is just pure craziness. Uh, you haven't even mentioned New England, Jim, and like I, I am one hundred percent buying into the Patriots as a threat in the AFC at this point. This is. Bill Belichick with a confident quarterback, uh, good defense, and and consistent run game. I, I, how are they not a Super Bowl contender in that way? Well, they got a lot of things going for them, and we have them on week six. They played up at Gillette against Dallas. Dallas beat them in overtime. And one of the things my esteemed partner, Mr. Romo, said on the broadcast is New England may have lost, but I believe they're a playoff team. <sighs> Which was a pretty gutsy thing yeah. to say at that point. Pathetic, they just yeah. Fall into two and four, right? I mean, two and four, and all of a sudden you look around the league at that time. You know, Cincinnati was up on them by like three games. I mean, there were a bunch of teams that had a huge edge over them, but now you look at them differently. Oh, they they look like monsters at the moment, Jim. Like they legitimately look like a team that's terrifying to the rest of the league. Um, Jim, I'm going to do something. I always used to yell when you would be on with Drew and I. I would always yell at Drew about him uh, asking golf questions to you in the middle of Ravens season. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do something. I'm going to kick myself for it. Uh, we had a, a tournament. I know it wasn't your guys' event, but we had a tournament here at Caves uh, a few weeks back, and the atmosphere was amazing. I mean, it was just unbelievable that great showdown with Bryson into the extra playoff holes. And there's been a lot of talk afterwards about – 
whether or not caves, it was low scoring, but you know the atmosphere was so good and the community ate it up so much. Could there be more events? Could you envision Caves Valley as being a place that could host, you know, maybe a, a Ryder Cup at some point? I, you know, let's get crazy, a PGA Championship, something like that. And I, I, I know, again, it wasn't a CBS event, but did you did you take enough from that event that Baltimore could be a home for big time golf via Caves? No question. I'm not saying it just because I'm I'm in the market. As a matter of fact, you're right. NBC broadcast it and. And Bryson and Patrick Cantley mm-hmm. going back and forth was an amazing watch. And just the way it works out, you ready for this? Like three days or so after that event, I, I had a speaking engagement at Caves. <laughs> and even stayed overnight there on the property. <laughs> and uh, uh, Dennis Satishir just retired yep. uh, at the uh, end of last month. Their longtime original founding golf professional, one of the great credits to the game in the entire universe. He took me around hole by hole, and they still had the scaffolding in the grandstands up and everything. And of course, I had watched it closely, so I wanted to refamiliarize myself with with the course. I had played it. The last time I'd been at Caves was in the mid '90s. So, quarter of a century later, I come back to to speak. It just happens to be a matter of days after they hosted. Uh, a, a playoff event that exceeded all expectations. And we went through every hole, and it is spectacular. There's no question. Because of the response, the local turnout, the energy that that we saw out of the fans there, and the fact that it was a memorable event. That weighs heavily, by yeah. the way, when people later down the line want to consider a site. If you have something that's truly memorable and legendary like that playoff was, that's a big, that's a big X factor. So the short of it is, yes, I believe they can. As a matter of fact, I'll go so far as to say I know they will wow. be hosting something down the road. I don't know about a Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cups have been all assigned for sure. way out now, sure. way, way, way out. Sure. And it could. Maybe it could one day. But I don't think there's any question that there's going to be more events to come there. Well, that was the type of crowd that would have been amazing for a Ryder Cup because, holy <laughs> smokes, as you pointed out, it, like it was electric, man. It was an incredible thing. Uh, the great Jim Nance, again, Sunday in Chicago for Ravens-Bears on CBS with Tony Romo. Jim, I, I know you got a ton of these to do today. I cannot thank you enough for taking a couple of minutes to squeeze us in this morning. Enjoy the game. Let's talk again real soon, all right? I love catching up with you. I love those days from way back when uh, when we were all together with Drew and Glenn. You are uh, your treasure, so thank you for having me on. And uh, we will definitely do this again I'm another time. I'm putting that on my resume. Thank you, Jim. There. I hope you do because it was sincere. Thanks, my friend. All the best. You, you, do you love me now, Dad? Do you love me now? Jim Nance just called me a treasure. Are you proud of me now, Dad? He said it. My father's actually quite proud of me at all times. <laughs> we don't have that type of relationship. <laughs> I, I didn't still. think so. That was nice, though. Still. He should win some, some kind of award Still. For <laughs> You think hear the things Ken Zalas says about me. Jim Nance. Jim Nance thinks I'm a treasure, Zalas. Is he, is he on the call this week? He is. He's on the call. He and Romo are doing uh, Revens. Were you not listening? <laughs> that, boy, that is a, a big sell. What? <laughs> big sell. He's sitting here doing an interview with Jim Nance. Where I'm talking about him calling the game on Sunday. And you come about, come out of it by saying, is he on the call this week? I have a, I have a sugar. <laughs> you give a bitter, bigger middle finger to me? Thank you for that. That's what I get. Jim Nance calls me a treasure. Ken Zalas says, <laughs> I don't listen to your show. 
What a jerk. <sighs> Whether you're focused, I appreciate you you keeping me. You, I got grounded. Yeah, you keep me grounded. You Thank it. you. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. We'll make our picks next. It's uh, Glenn Clark Radio. All good things come to an end, which is the case with Window Nation's best offer ever. You can still get two free windows with every two purchased, plus no down payment, no monthly payment, and no interest payments for two years. But hurry, because this stellar deal ends this month. Cold weather is here, natural gas prices are the highest they've been in years, and wasting energy with old, inefficient windows will cost you a fortune. Get two free windows with every two you buy, plus pay nothing for two full years. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Duffy's Garage is a family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland. An authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa Pro Care Center with ASE-certified techs. Tell them that Glenn Clark sent you and receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. You gotta trust where you take your car, so take it to where I take mine. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin. Duffy'sGarageMD.com That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. I love driving my tractor trailer, and just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Mike Ashley dives in on 20 seasons for Brenda Freeze as the head coach of the Maryland women's basketball team as she looks back but also looks forward. Plus, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from every D1 program in the area. And the very first Baltimore interview with Elijah Green, the son of former Raven Eric Green, who could well be the Orioles' pick with the number one spot in next year's MLB draft. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You've got questions. They've got answers. Sure, I mean, we'll go with that. It's Glenn and Paul on Glenn Clark Radio. So, yeah, the good news is that the Swark approved uh, brick-and-mortar gambling finally today in the state of Maryland. We just don't know when you'll be able to do it, and we still don't know. We don't have a half of a clue as to when you might be able to bet on your phone legally in the state of Maryland. And the understanding is it could be a very long time before you get that. But, Ken Zalas, while we wait for that, the good news is you don't have to wait 
to play under. Please turn uh, Casey's mic back on if you don't mind, Paul. Thank you. You don't have to wait to play underdog fantasy football. You don't, and and you could go on right now. You can play tonight. There's a there's an NFL game I hear, and all you have to do is pick two to five prop bets. Yep. You know, over under, uh, either ors, and you can win up. Have the, you played any yet for tonight? Have you uh, put any in? I, I've I've I haven't put one in just for tonight. I've put one in where I I like. Uh, uh, Born, the wide receiver for uh, for the Patriots, over 35 and a half receiving yards. People are very quietly. He's turned into a, kind of a go-to guy outside of Myers in that offense. Yep. Um, you know, it, you you look, you do two to five of them. Don't like a lot on the Atlanta side. You do have to you you, you do have to do more than two teams. So you can't just do two New England props, but two to five. Uh, win up to twenty times your mo- your money if you hit five out of five. If you just play two, you win three times your money. So put a five dollar bet, get fifteen bucks back. Hey, play play for the weekend for what whatever you want to do. Uh, you can also do uh, different games like uh, uh, drafts. You can have a draft tonight against six other people. Whoever gets the drafts the best team, probably four players: a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end. You know, you 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 win that prize pot. So it's a lot of fun. It's a way to get not get around, but but still be able to do player props. You can't bet on games there, uh, but still do player props. And they have you know every game's represented uh, throughout the year. Also throughout the week, you also have NBA, NHL. Uh, they did baseball. They do soccer in other states. If you're listening from other states, you could do college sports. Not in Maryland. No, but maybe one day. One maybe day, one, day. one day. Yeah, right. But it's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, yeah, the best part right now is uh, go sign up first time, deposit at least ten dollars, uh, and you'll get a dollar for dollar match up to one hundred dollars. Up to one hundred dollars yep. uh, the first time you deposit. So put in the code PRESSBOX. And uh, your friends at Pressbox will take care of you, and uh, you can have some fun. There you go. Let's make our picks for the week, um, for the year. I dropped a game last week, so I'm still four games up on Kyle for first place. Uh, that's Kyle Ottenheimer from the Grave, still participating with us. KZ is seven games back, but um, he's in third place now. Had so a, had that's, a better week. That's good news. Yeah. Some some lone wolves came through for me. Uh, uh one of them did. Thought two. No, one. Of, you were you were wrong on Cleveland. You were right on Dallas last week. It was the only uh, lone wolves that you had. Oh, yeah, I thought I had one more. Nope, nope, anyway. nope. Anyway, uh, the moral of the story is that uh, the most important part is at the bottom of the table. John Proctor now only a game separates he and Andrew Stetka Ooh. at the bottom of the table. So some action there at the top of the table, playing for a little bit of cash at the bottom of the table, trying to avoid being the one that has to come in here and get their back waxed and eat a tarantula and sing Hero from the first Spider-Man movie. That's what's at stake. Picks are brought to you by Project Game Day. Thanks, KZ, for nothing, for bailing on me on Sunday for Project Game Day and leaving me to have to do the show with Drew Forrester, you son of a... Anyway, uh, looking forward to hanging out with Drew post-game this Sunday after the Baltimore-Chicago matchup. It'll be me and Drew Forrester, and who knows how that'll go. Yes, I, I think your anger is in the wrong direction. I'm mad at Rita too, but oh, she's okay. not here. Well, yeah, she's uh, not I here. I wasn't supposed to be on this one. I understand that, but I, you you teased me for a second. I, I thought, well, I'm That's, sorry. I have to. Be, I have it's to. What it is? Ha- have a thing. It's what it is. See you uh, for Project Game Day. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Football, Glory Days Grill, and Window Nation. We will see you this Sunday. I'll be with you at halftime. Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports. Drew joins me post game there and PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Three college games, six NFL games. Where do we start? 
Uh, first game, Michigan at Maryland. Maryland's still trying to get bowl eligible. Michigan favored by 14 and a half as road dogs. I still don't like the number, but I'm not doing it anyway. <laughs> Maryland. Uh, no, sorry. Oh, not Maryland. Well, definitely not you Maryland. Heard that. No, tape. no, I didn't get I didn't say the D. Uh, Michigan. Michigan. I, I'm never doing that again. Proctor, the only one on Maryland. I don't like the number for what it's worth, but I don't like it either, but yeah. how can you? Yep. I hear you. I hear you. Game number two, a big match of Michigan State at Ohio State. Ohio State. It surprised me. They're favored by 19 and a half. Yeah, but they were big favorites last week, and they covered, and that screwed me. They were 20 and a half point favorites against Purdue, and they managed to cover that. I don't know, man. I'm just going to say Ohio State. Hold my nose. Yeah, I, I, it, I think there's Ohio State and there's everybody else, so I'm just going to stick with Ohio State. Yeah, it's just you two. Hmm. Uh, um, I mean, I get it. The number's insane. And Michigan State's a a top-ten team in the country that's a 19-and-a-half-point dog. Like, that makes no sense in the world. But they're predicated on whether or not Kenneth Walker can dominate the game on the ground. And if Ohio State forces them to throw, then... Uh, you know, it's what it is. Yeah. It's 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 not it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. It makes either, no sense. Either, either way, wasn't gonna. Yeah. Surprise. All right, big SEC matchup number twenty-one. Arkansas Razorbacks taking on number. Two, they're at number two. Alabama. Alabama favored by twenty-one and a half. I I this one I really struggle with because I don't know how good Alabama is. Like this is not traditional Alabama teams. They all want Bill O'Brien out down there. They all think that the offense can't. But I've got no reason to buy into Arkansas. Alabama's the pick. <laughs> this may have been the easiest pick for me of the week. This was like the snap response, even more so than the other. It's Bama. I, and I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah, but I've just realized I'm picking a 14-and-a-half, 19-and-a-half, and 21-and-a-half point favorite this week. That's, that's, that is reckless. That's reckless picking. Sounds like a nice parlay we could all do. Ugh. You and KZ doing that. It's a clean sweep. Um, everybody's taking Alabama. It's Alabama. I get it. All right. Next. All right, NFL, New England Patriots tonight on Thursday Night Football at the Atlanta Falcons, New England, favored by six and a half on the road. Oh, I hate this. I hate this entirely. I really bu- I, I'm buying into New England. Like, I believe in New England. But it's a Thursday night game on the road, and it's six and a half points to play with. I made the mistake, however, of taking out Atlanta last week. Atlanta. I can honestly say I, I really don't remember what I picked on any of these NFL games, so I apologize if I switch at any point. Um, it's really tough uh, with some of the injuries that uh, Atlanta has to to go with Atlanta. I wish I knew. Is Patterson going to be back? Uh, you know, I mean, uh, he's a game-time decision. It's an ankle. I assume since it's a game time decision, it's not a high ankle because you would think right. there's no chance. Uh, they have no receivers. Uh, they have a good pass rush in New, in New England. I'm going to take New England. I, I just they're 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 well coached. They're going to take Pitts out of the game and they're going to force Atlanta to do something that they haven't done real well without Patterson this week, and that's run the football a little bit. Uh, I'll I'll take New England. Glenn, Glenn and Andrew, the only two on um, mm-hmm. on Atlanta. It's a big Everybody number on the road on a short on week. a Thursday night. Yeah, right. it is. All right, next game: Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo at home, favored by seven and a half. I don't understand this line, which scares me. Like, I don't get this line at all. What What has Buffalo done that they deserve to be seven and a half point favorites against the Colts? 
tell me. Somebody explain to me. I get it. We're all enamored with them. We think that but they haven't. The results don't back this up. That being said, it's such a stinky line that makes you feel like Vegas knows something. I'm still going to bite Indianapolis. Uh, dome team on the road with some weather that's supposed to be kind of windy up that, that way. Maybe some snow. I will take the home team. You were the only one. Oh, that, t- that took the I Bills like, this week. I, I, I actually like that a lot. Give me the Bills at home against the Dome team. You sure. split. You went one and one as a lone wolf last uh, week. We'll see okay. how it goes. We'll see. Yep. All right. Next game, Cincinnati Bengals coming out that blowout before their bye, taking on the Raiders, who just got blown out on oh, Monday this Night is Football. Awful. Cincinnati favored up. by one point. Cincinnati. I'm not going to overthink it. They're they're the rested team. I think I I do think there's a bit of everything catching up to the Raiders that's going on right now. Right. And so Cincinnati's the that, pick. That's that's where I am as well. I mean, I I give the Raiders all the credit in the world for dealing with the adversity that they had, uh, you know, with the coach and and with uh, rugs and and stuff like that. But I, I leaned on the the team that is rested, uh, and I'll go Cincinnati as well. Kyle is also on Cincinnati. The other two gents are on Vegas. It's a, a crapshoot. It's a, a pick'em. Pick yeah. Right. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at Kansas City Chiefs. Marquee matchup for America's game of the week. Kansas City at home, favored by two and a half. It's another pick'em, man. It's a brutal, brutal. Kansas City, of course, doesn't cover, but that's normally because they've been like real numbers, yeah, right? I mean, this, this is a two is and a half. Yeah. You're essentially picking who you think is going to win the game. And Dallas looked really good, obviously, a week ago. Kansas City, you know, looked like they got their groove back a little bit, but, you know, how much am I buying into that? Dallas. Yeah, I I struggled back and forth with this one. Um, Two weeks ago, Dallas looked like the worst team you'd ever seen, and they come back and and blow out an Atlanta team that two weeks ago, surprisingly, what do we know? Difficult place to play, um, you know, November, December. I'll take Kansas City and hope what we saw offensively from them was them figuring it out a little bit, and it's under a field goal, so I'll take Kansas City at home. All right, Glenn, you and Andrew are the only ones on Dallas Mm. this week. How about that? All right. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers at home favored by five and a half. We know anything about Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, Seems like he'll play. I'm not really sure how much of a difference that makes because I don't think he's that good. But It's better than what they had last week. You say that. I think it is, but it's not a certainty. I mean, nobody likes the number. Uh, the, the number's not good. It's, it's, it's Pittsburgh. You have, you have to bite on the number. You have to. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. But I don't. I don't feel good about it. Well, I mean, hopefully Pittsburgh learned. I mean, they lost that game because their offense, offensive play calling by the goal line was just idiotic. Um, you know, never running the ball down at the four yard line. Uh, with Najee Harris is just inexcusable uh, against a team in Detroit. That literally it doesn't sound like you, you took it personally at all, by the like way. I just want you to know. It doesn't really sound like it affected you in a personal way whatsoever. It did. It did. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers. I'm going to take the number. I think they can run the ball. I think they because of that they can keep it close. Um, 
I'm a little bit worried about their defense because they got some guys hurt, but Pittsburgh. Kyle is the lone wolf mm. taking the Chargers. Lone wolf. All right. Okay. All right. And then our final game, our beloved Baltimore Ravens in Chicago to take on the Bears. Ravens favored by four and a half. This number started bigger than this number oh, started four like. And a half now? Yeah, is that this four is. And a half? This oh, I didn't is, even notice that. This is the issue. This uh, number I mean, started I mean, like, like six, six, and, and, six and, and, a half. and And when it was that, I was like, "Well, it's obvious. You got to take the Bears back down to four and a half. You're you're trepidatious about it." I'm gonna stick with the Bears anyway. I'm gonna stick with the Bears anyway. Look, the Ravens have have comfortably won two games all season. All season, the Ravens have comfortably won two games, and they were one of them was a game in which the 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 Broncos just sort of did nothing, right? Like they've they've played really well from start to finish in one game all season. They're on the road. I think they win the game, but four and a half points is still enough for me to bite. I wish I could see an injury report before picking this game because a lot of things. How sick is Lamar is is the top thing. And, you know, we all... I don't get the sense that's much of a factor. Well, it is, but I also don't believe anything that the coach says that it's not COVID-related and... You know, it's, I don't. It's I don't easy, think. I don't think they mess around with that. But, I don't. But, I disagree with you about that. Well, I think if that was a thing, it would be known. I, I, I don't know if if they showed up sick and they said you got to go home. How would they know right away whether it was COVID related or not? And that's my whole thing. Um, but the but the where I landed and assuming everybody plays who's supposed to play is that teams that have faced Lamar for the first time have really really struggled. So, being that the Bears are facing them for the first time, I'll take the f- take the Ravens this week. All right, Glenn's the lone wolf. All right, taking the Bears. All right, very good. Those are our picks. They were also brought to you this week by the print issue of Press Box. Uh, you see on the cover, Brenda Freeze, twenty seasons as the head coach at Maryland. Go pick that up. Great story from Mike Ashley. It's available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Press Box or read it all pressboxonline.com. And our picks will be up a little bit at glennclarkradio.com. Uh, if we were doing a tidbit today, it would be brought to you by Window Nation. We, of course, have to skip it like we do every Thursday. It's just the nature of the beast. Window Nation's best offer ever, two free windows with every two you buy. This is it. Final 12 days for you to take advantage of it. You also make no payments for two full years. This is your last chance to take advantage of that great offer from Window Nation. 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. Tubular brought to you by the Tyus Bowser Show. We're back next Tuesday night at Alonzo's on Cold Spring Lane. We'll see you there with Tyus and a special guest. It's all brought to you by Pressbox. Great Eights memorabilia. My bookie, Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Duffy'sGarageMD.com, as well as Window Depot, WindowDepotBaltimore.com. Looking forward to seeing you on Tuesday night at Alonzo's. All right, here we go. Um, here's what's coming up totally tubular-wise for the evening. Of course, Patriots-Falcons kicks off NFL Week 11. That's Fox NFL Network and Amazon Prime at 820. NCAA soccer tournament, Loyola at North Carolina. Let's go Hounds, 6 o'clock tonight on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, and then Maryland hosts LIU at 6 o'clock on Big Ten Network Plus in the NCAA soccer tournament. College Hoops, Morgan State's at Seattle at 10 on ESPN+. Plus. The Maryland women host UNC Wilmington at 6 on Big Ten Network+. Plus. Some more Gavit Games matchups on FS1. Ohio State Xavier at 6.30. Rutgers DePaul at 8.30. 
Uh, some of these preseason tournaments are getting underway today, like in Myrtle Beach and Charleston and other places. You can find all those matchups at glennclarkradio.com. Wizards Heat, 7.30 on NBC Sports Washington. NBA TV for Sixers Nuggets at 9. Golf Channel for round one of whatever the PGA's RSM Classic is. So there's that. Uh, Tennis Channel for the ATP Finals continue. And MLB Network for the MVP announcements uh, tonight. Uh, It was uh, Corbin Burns, not Max Scherzer, who got the NL Cy Young Award. Otherwise, you nailed Robbie Ray. That was correct. But uh, Corbin Burns, the winner of the NL Cy Young Award. I thought Corbin Burns was the third most deserving. I thought that Wheeler was more deserving than him, but... He's the winner. Yeah. Uh, WWE Network. Who's winning the MVP awards? It was Shohei, Uh, obviously. Shohei Otani, and I'm going to say Bryce Harper. Okay. All right. I'll buy that. Uh, WWE Network for NXT UK at 3. Access TV for Impact Wrestling at 8. Some non-sports highlights? Um, On ABC at 9 o'clock, Grey's Anatomy in its 42nd season. Um, Not really. Uh, (laughs) I had no idea it was still a thing. Yeah, right. On NBC, The Blacklist at 8. The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon featuring Simu Liu. Um, and musical guest Big Sean and Hit, and Hit Boy. It's, that's Shang-Chi, of course, Simu Liu, and he's uh, hosting Saturday Night Live this week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on CBS, Young Sheldon. I did not know. When they announced it, I was like, who is this person? I thought it was the Emu, uh, Limu Emu. I legitimately, and I, I, I am a jerk. I, I am the idiot because he's a big star. He was Shang-Chi. I, I felt it's, it's a statement about how old and out of touch I am. Is really what it is. I didn't. I still didn't know until you just told me right now. Yep. I forgot again. Uh, CBS Young Sheldon at eight. United States of Al at eight thirty. Ghosts at nine. Be positive at nine thirty. On Hulu, uh, the original docuseries premiere of the Curse of Von Dutch at Trucker Hat Company. Oh yeah, I saw Mur- some murder, stuff about intrigue, that. and yeah. scandal. Another yeah, one. it's definitely like they're they're definitely marketing it well, just well enough to make me say maybe I'll take a look at that. Right, uh, and then on Paramount Plus, Star Trek Discovery season four premiere and Texas Six season two premiere. That's about a high school. Um, six-man football team in Texas is going for another six-man state championship. All right. Very good. Thanks today to Jim Nance. Uh, we'll get that. We'll get picks. We'll get uh, Tyus Bowser's show with Chuck Clark all up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com. On the program tomorrow, of course, the Friday regulars, Bo Smolka, the uh, senator, Justin Reedy, will make, uh, we'll preview the college football weekend. Uh, we will attempt to get uh, some more information about the uh, gambling ruling that came down today. All that coming up on the program tomorrow. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, Great Eights Memorabilia, Live Casino Hotel, the Baltimore Area Chick-fil-A Restaurants, the Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Window Depot Baltimore, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com, and my bookie. Thanks to Paul. Follow him on Twitter, at Paul Valley III. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday night. Go Loyola and Maryland soccer, Morgan and Maryland women's hoops. Duke sucks, Ohio State sucks too. If you're with us on video, give us a minute, then hit refresh. If you're with us on audio, do absolutely nothing. Just hang tight. We'll be right back with the Press Box Fantasy Football Show.
We welcome you into the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Glenn Clark, Paul Valley, but most importantly, your lovely and talented host, Ken Zalis. What's going on, KZ? What's happening? It's week 11. It is. I've heard that. There's four weeks the of the regular season. Some kooky leagues, it's three weeks of the regular Eek. season, Eek. which means you are dealing with a bye week during your playoffs, which is Ugh. dumb. I, uh, I'm 500 in both the leagues that I care about. Dead 500 in both leagues, which means which, like which I means can't. You're in it. And that's the problem. I can't sell for right, graphics. Can, well, I can't. I don't feel good enough about my team to think I'm winning a championship. But it's uh, it's it's. I would say it's the it's it's the Mark Turgeon of fantasy football. It's the situation that I'm in right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you need to hone your computer skills to boost your career, or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field, and it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. I do want to tell you a story from this week. Okay. The only reason I am 500 in one league, <laughs> I... I I don't know what e- we're in, this is an ESPN league that we're in. I don't know what their mathematical equations are for okay. figuring out the percentage chance of winning, but they were dead wrong on oh. Monday night as I tuned in at a point where the 49 I had George Kittle and the Rams kicker. Okay. And he had Cooper Cup. Ah. And the 49ers had stopped throwing the ball. Yes. They were no longer going to be doing that. Yes. The Rams were not only throwing the ball on every play, they were only throwing They it were to only him. throwing it to Cooper Cup at that point in the game. And it was like a I think I was up by like eight, and it said I had a 98% chance of winning. And I'm like, well, no, I do not. <laughs> there is no chance that that's true because they're not considering circumstances right, right, when they do right, that. They're right. not thinking about the fact the 49ers just, aren't throwing the ball. They're just going based on right. how this many is points how you, he has. And how he had 16 left. points already. Yeah, so so he, yeah, right? he was only going to score another four. So their, yeah. math, their math's all screwed up. Yes. And so now I'm panicked. And indeed, I get the watch as I fall behind by a point and a half because Cooper Cup is catching every ball. But, but, for some reason, God, for some unknown reason, think I could kiss you, Sean McVay. They get backed up because of some penalties, and they're faced with fourth and goal from like the twenty-yard line. And despite the fact that it helps them in no way, in no way, and the game's over. It's not true. Technically, it's a three-possession game. So technically, like in the bizarre ass scenario where you're trying to make it seem like what was there like like oh it was like like a minute and a half left. It was was the most bonkers thing. It was was like ridiculous. Sean McVay decides to kick a field goal, and that legitimately (laughs) is the only reason why I was victorious. It was one of the great great. field goals of my life. Yeah. Of my nothing is meaningless, friends. Nothing's meaningless. All right, uh, how serious should we be taking the New England Patriots from a fantasy perspective beyond the running backs? We'll talk about the running backs in a second, but I mean like Mac Jones and a couple of these wide receivers, how seriously should we be taking them at this point? I I think we have to take them more seriously than we've been. Um, I still don't have Mac Jones like in my top 15 because they're still a run-first team, so it's it's difficult to project these – 250, two touchdown games from him week in and week out, even against a team um, like Atlanta that can give up some yards uh, through the air. Uh, So, you know, uh, if you're in some situations where, you know, I'm playing him over Matt Ryan, if if it's one versus one tonight, 
Um, you know, he's over Jimmy G for me because they want to run the ball more than anything else, it seems like. Uh, so he's usable. Uh you know, I had this discussion. Uh, with, I decided with, to pick him up in my in one of my Justin Herbert leagues because one, I'm you know frustrated with Justin Herbert, but more just because like I I wondered if last week was a sign that they think he can throw the ball a little bit more. Well, I think he can. Um, you know, you have you have a safety net, and and had this discussion uh, with Kyle from the grave on Sunday, trying to figure out uh, you know if he should play you know, wide receiver X, Y, or Z. And, you know, I said to him, I said, you know, Myers is as safe a floor guy as there is. He gets five to six catches a week, gets 40 to 50 yards, doesn't score touchdowns, but you're getting 10 PPR points week in and week out from him, and he's involved in the offense. I said, if he ever does score or he gets, like, the two-point conversion like he got the week before, I said, you're a little bit better than than wide receiver three numbers. And so he's really safe as a wide receiver three flex option for me, week in and week out. Bourne's the guy that isn't getting enough attention. Like, he's a top 15 wide receiver over the last five weeks in fantasy. And, you know, I picked a he, – he was on a lot of waiver wires this week. And I, I, I added him in places where, you know, maybe I took a shot at, at – uh, Tyler Johnson from Tampa with everybody, but, you know, uh, with Godwin coming back, obviously the targets weren't there last week. Um, so I think you can take him seriously. I think Hunter Henry, I mean, very touchdown dependent, but but what tight end isn't right now? When you got guys like Hawkinson and Gusecki putting up 0.0 in a week, um, you know, uh, with Jonu Smith hurt and not, and, and not necessarily playing like, Many expected John U. Smith to play in that offense. Uh, yeah, I think there's some fancy relevant. And then, you know, the big elephant in the room and the big question for tonight. And somebody did you drop Mac Jones to pick up Bourne? And I this mean, is I've I got mean, I've I mean, got Herbert had, and Burrow in that league. You, you yeah. got who? Herbert and Burrow. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't need Mac Jones. Um, I just have this like it's just know, this like, premonition I, that I have about. Well, him. but I mean, you're not. Uh, no, I'm with there's you. There's no week that you're right. ever going to play him. But and then there's a question I've had somebody as as we start the show who's obviously not listening to the show and I'll yell at him in a minute. Uh, ask me three questions about Harris. It's almost like how you treat my Har- show, Harrison Stevenson. You know what for tonight? Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I <laughs> let's put it this way: if Harris and Stevenson were both perfectly healthy and there was no issue whatsoever. We still wouldn't know because it's, it's the New England Patriots. Patriots. Correct. So, so this is who they are. So this is who they are. So you're uh, here's the way I'm kind of analyzing this. If Harris is active, he's the starter. Yep, he's the one I'm playing over Stevenson. I know we loved Stevenson last week, and I know the week before when Harris got hurt, we loved him and he caught some passes. I don't know that I can trust him, and it depends on what your options are. If you want to play them both, fantastic. Just ex- don't expect both of them to be relevant this week. You still, I mean, we still Bolden's still there to steal uh, a catch here or two, and and things like that. JJ Taylor, whether he's active, I don't know, but he's a he's a third down back. But they use they use Myers as in that in that you know James White role to be that third down guy. And I, 
you know, if if you're choosing one or the other, I'm choosing Harris. And if you don't have them both and you're saying to me, well, should I play Stevenson? He's a flex option at best for me. What do you have him ranked? I don't know. Thanks a lot. Big. I, I know. I have... I have Harris. Where do I have Harris? I have Harris as the starter at 20. Okay. And I have Stevenson at 32. Okay. All right. All right. So that's that's a viable flex. That's that's not a, you know, you it might be your guy at that It point. might be your guy. Look, I have I have Harris just above Josh Jacobs. Um and Antonio Gibson, Elijah Mitchell, and Elijah Mitchell's there because we don't know with the whole finger thing. And I have, um, I have Stevenson right below um, Jordan Howard. Okay, all right. There so we go. that's you know what we're go. talking about. That. All right, uh, AJ Dillon. How high are you on him this week? want to rank him one wow. <laughs> i mean i want wow. to i'm not going to but I'm, i want to rank him one i believe and and i believe i have him three okay that's where i am so it's obvious i mean this is a this is a plug and play there is nothing we have seen from aj dylan that doesn't tell me that he can't step right in and be better than aaron jones has been this year I mean, he runs hard. He, he does, runs yeah, hard. Right? Like, goal line. He catches the ball more than anybody ever expected him to. Um, you know, he's in a t- he's top five for me. I, I mean, it's McCaffrey, Najee Harris, Dylan for me. Now, Chubb could move up there above him, maybe when I'm all said and done. But I'm not moving Cook above him. I don't like Cook's matchup. Um, I don't think. I mean, you can't bench Cook. I mean, he's in my top five. Right. But. You know, Jonathan Taylor, don't love his matchup. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, love his matchup, but we, we still have the, the power thing. This is a an A.J. Dillon running back They there's no one to share with. You don't even know the other guy, the, the, the number two running back. I don't know if any of us know him. I, you know, ta- I think it's Patrick Taylor. I don't okay, ask Okay, sure. Ask me anything, I believe you. Don't ask me anything more than that. You're the guy. I, I don't sure ask me anything know, more than yeah, that. Right. Um, no, don't go pick him up. He has no value whatsoever. Um, so I... I Love everything about AJ Dillon. Uh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. How good are we feeling about Saquon Barkley going into Monday? Uh, not so much. Um, look, I, I, he's an RB two for me. I mean, you couldn't have picked a worse team for him to come back from. I mean, I, I get it. People are going to look to last week. Well, well, Antonio Gibson scored two touchdowns. The man had twenty four carries and like sixty yards. I, I he, he ran nowhere on them. He was touchdown dependent. That's not how you play fantasy football. On, on touchdowns, you know, when you're in a half PPR and a, a PPR league, you're standard league, sure. He's there. He gets the touches. I don't know if they give him a full compliment. And, and Booker has some flex appeal. I'm not flexing Booker. But I'm also not putting Barkley back in my top ten yet. And uh, and, and, and the Booker thing, it's just over. Yeah, I mean, like you can drop him. No, if, you, if you don't own Barkley. Yes. And you still have a trade deadline that that hasn't come. Trade them to the Barkley owner for something of value. Um, if you it, if you have a spot on your roster like he's the bottom of the bench, but you can't start him. Like he should be owned. Every hand he, we're in the part of fantasy football where every handcuff should be owned. 
Every running back handcuff should be owned and on a roster. So should he be dropped? No. But if you don't own Barkley, I try to still trade him uh, to the Barkley owner uh, for something of value that you need, uh, or you just keep him at the bottom of your bench. How close do you think we are to Miles Sanders? I think we're a week or so away. Okay. Uh, I think, um, you know, one, once he comes back, then we could probably, you know, uh, would probably drop Howard would be my drop versus versus Scott because Scott still had some touches um, when he does. I mean, they, that's a scary one because they refused to give him the ball when he was when he was healthy. And, and uh, you know, you just kind of hold everybody for a week probably. Um, and see how it works out. But we're probably a week away from him. We're probably a week away from uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And, and, and they still have their bye, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how healthy he is. Uh, you know, it went from, you know, I think he'll be active till he practiced yesterday. And like, eh, we may hold him out after the bye, which means he doesn't look great. And, and, and Darrell Williams is going away at this point. I mean, he was terrific last week. He's not going to go away. So even Clyde Edwards Hilaire coming in is coming back to a time split. So it's not like we're we're talking about the you know, we're not talking about Cam Akers of last year that all of a sudden won the job, came back from his little nicked up whatever right. he had early and he was he was a fantasy star. We're not that that's not what we're talking about with Clyde Edwards Hilaire this year. What about are we are we actually getting Logan Thomas back this week? Doesn't look like it. I mean, longest hamstring injury. I, I, I mean, he's just not ready, and he hasn't practiced. He didn't practice yesterday, which is a terrible sign. Uh, we don't put a lot, like we, we've been saying all year, we don't put a lot into Wednesday practices unless it's a guy that's been out for eight weeks. And right. you're, like, like, yeah, like it's the like first practice. Hope, yes. It's like, can you get on the field? If you can't get on the field in the first practice of the week, you're probably not playing. If it's a guy that's on IR. You know, we're feeling good about Alvin Kamara, right? Yeah, we feel good about him, which is, I mean, thank God. Yeah. Uh, you know, we felt really bad about it because it didn't look that serious. But then it's like, oh, he's out and it's a knee. Uh, but yeah, he practiced yesterday at a limited basis, so we feel really good about him. And any further clarity in the Tennessee backfield? What's the name I told you last week? Uh, la oh, Adrian Peterson. No, I told you, Dante Foreman. Oh, you did. You did. That's right. You did say Dante Foreman. I think that's he's right. the guy to own. Two weeks ago, you said two, Adrian Peterson. Hey, two weeks yes. ago. Yeah, that's but right. Then I, but, yep. but, but lastly, right. it's like, like Dante Foreman looks like the back to have. Now, again, you know, Peterson's still there, but, but you know, doesn't have his sea legs under him. And Dante looks like he's ready. He's he's the guy there right now. And, and and McNichols is just I, I I don't even have a room for my ride. Like if you say to me I'm dropping him for something else, okay, he hasn't been used. What about the situation in Baltimore? <laughs> only one you can play is Murray to me. Okay. I I, I only one you can play is Murray. Right. I, I don't know where uh, he's probably a flex for me. Um, but he, he any any value that Freeman had he is gone. Um. You know, uh, I'm done with the Tyson Williams thing. I got a million questions about that already. No, I'm hoping they activate McCrary and 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 give him a shot. And and that's the thing. I that's the guy. If you're looking to pick up a guy that could be that dart at the end of the year, that's probably the guy I'm picking up right now for the Baltimore backfield. All right. When we come back in, we're going to answer your questions. Get them in at Len Clark Radio on Twitter, or put them in the comments. And Casey will tell you what you should be doing this week. It's the Week 11 version of the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. 
Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Come in for Glory Burgers, Glory Wings. There's glory for everyone at Glory Days Grill. Enjoy their award-winning burgers, ribs, and wings. Or try our fresh salads, hand-cut salmon, or our scrumptious sandwiches. Yum! Come in for our daily specials every weekday, like $6.99 burgers on Mondays and $5.99 nachos on Thursdays. And watch football on their big screens every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. Dine in and let us serve you or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and take it home. Visit us at glorydaysgrill.com for a location near you. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. If you change lanes and brake suddenly in front of my tractor, or trailer, I won't be able to stop. Our lives could change forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is this Tuesday night, November 23rd at Alonzo's on Cold Spring Lane. It's brought to you by Window Depot Baltimore, WindowDepotBaltimore.com, and Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Duffy'sGarageMD.com, as well as PressBox and Grade 8's memorabilia. And the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard, joins us courtesy of my bookie. Sorry, there we go. Back in here on the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Ken Zalis in studio getting you ready for the week. Hey, uh, KZ, why don't you remind everybody one more time about Underdog Fantasy Football before we do a uh, question. Uh, underdog Fantasy Football, Here, here's I'll tell you about all the games, but they're going give to you, give you money courtesy of your friends at Press Box. All you have to do is make your first deposit, $10 or more, up to 100 Press Box and Underdog will match it dollar for dollar. So if you deposit 100 you get a hundred, uh, but the the fun part is because until we get these things situated here in the great state of Maryland, uh, you can do prop bets, uh, player props, and and you could do two and from your phone and from because your even, phone. Even when we get this situated, yeah, in Maryland, I mean this is you're not going to be able to do it on your phone. I'll, I'll be honest with Underdog. I don't even know if they have a web app, uh, 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 on the web because I do everything with Underdog. They do. It's underdogfantasy.com. I know. We should let people know. They but, definitely but, but do it. the app. The app is immensely easy to use. It is. It is. It you know look I, I I like it you can say but Ken they're a sponsor yeah they are but I played 
underdog before they were a sponsor, uh, was excited as can be when they became a sponsor. Two to five prop bets wins up to 20, 20, 20 times your money. Put $5 down, win all five, you get $100. Okay? But $1 and, and you've down. Hit, you've hit on these. I have. Before, I, I, I actually did the $1 one because I, I'm, I'm not so sure on the NBA sometimes. Uh, but I did a one dollar one uh, on Monday, uh, one twenty bucks. Nice, hit, hit my five. Nice, uh, you know. So I'm gonna take that and maybe do whole twenty dollars and see if I can win a big one um, with the NFL. But you could do it one game. You can do it the whole slate. You can also do uh, drafts uh, against other players, head to head, or up to six players, where you're drafting one to six players depending on the type of game you play, and whoever has the most points wins the, wins the pot. So. Uh, and it's also it's NBA, like I said, it's NHL. They do uh, if you're into uh, Premier League soccer, they do Premier League soccer. Uh, they did baseball in other states. You can do college basketball and college football. Uh, so it's a lot of fun, and you should go check it out right now. And if you are not playing, just deposit ten dollars. You get ten dollars right back. Or deposit a hundred dollars. Or a hundred dollars. But but yeah. if you're if you're if you're not sure. I understand. If you're not sure, I understand. at least go do 10. Oh, yeah, but what do you got to lose? The free money is the free money, man. I know, but like, I, don't, I don't want to get into somebody's wallet. You know, I, I don't know what's going It's still free money it's that free we're talking money. about. It's Deposit a, there's 100 no bucks. There's no risk. You get $100. Deposit $100 right now. You get $100 free again. Use that code PRESSBOX with Underdog Fantasy Football. Uh, this question came from Dan, and I normally start with Hi, me, Dan. but this is one that actually I could impact. I okay. might do something similar, so I'm going to let Dan be the one to ask it, okay. but understand. It's also for okay, me. I got you. Would you drop, and this is quite the would mouthful, you drop? would you drop Devontae Freeman in favor of Dante Foreman? <laughs> quite the mouthful. Um, yeah, I would. And, and here's the reason I would do that. Um, Freeman is what he is. He had the chance to shine. You know, he had one game where he got into the end zone. Everybody got in the end zone that game. Bell got in the end zone. He now got cut. Um Foreman has a chance to be the lead guy for a team and get 15-plus carries a week. Freeman's never doing that. Not, okay. with, not, unless, not unless they figure out what's going on with their offensive line. They, hopefully the Ravens start starting to get some guys back. There were some positive things there. And he needs Latavius Murray to be out for the season. I don't think Foreman is in. I think Foreman has shown that he's going to get more touches than Adrian Peterson right now. So, yeah, I probably would do that. All right. Uh, very good. Now, to me, because that's what's most important, uh, you playing uh, as a flex, are you playing Hunter Renfro, Kendrick Bourne, or Marquez Callaway? I'm playing Renfro. He's the most active. Um, he's had three really good weeks in a row. He's He's – by default, the number one receiver in that offense, he gets the most targets, and he's really safe in a in a in a PPR. So, um, you know, I, I'm going Renfro there. I don't I don't dislike either of the other two. Uh, Callaway is very touchdown dependent. Mm -hmm. um, in two weeks he scored; it's looked great, but we're only talking three catches each week. And and Bourne is just scary at that offense. I mean, I'm going to play him in a couple of places where I'm kind of forced to, uh, and and hope that. You know, what we've seen the last five weeks, and he really is that top, even if he's a top 24 uh, receiver. I mean, he, 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 you're getting those numbers out of him. But Renfro right now has established himself as, as a solid guy. Any chance I'm playing Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert? I mean, you, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, without knowing my rankings off the top of my head, I'd probably have him back-to-back. 
I have Burrow at 9 and Herbert at 10. So, yeah, there's a chance. I mean, they're right there. Uh, Burrow has the better matchup. Right. Um, you know, um, he's coming off the now bye. Now he's, he's, on, he's on the road, so they are, they are traveling a little bit, coming off the bye. He's got the, got, he's got the better overall talent on offense because he's got that third receiver. That that you know, I mean, it, we can split hairs with with who has more offensive talent. But Mike Williams has disappeared from from Justin Herbert's sight, and and that's a problem when you only have the ball going to two people um, right now. So yeah, I can I can play Burrow this week over Herbert. All right, uh, let me get to some uh, listener questions from. Uh, sorry, this is from Paul. Uh, full point PPR, uh, second running back spot, best option between. Pollard, Foreman, and Wayne Gallman. Okay, Gallman was because it was a blowout. So just take Gallman out of your out of your thought process. Uh, probably Pollard this week, um, based on the matchup. I mean, you you you've got to think that that Dallas. I, I know they're very explosive, but you want to keep uh, Mahomes off the field, and they can be run on. So. I like I like Pollard out of those three. All right, this is maybe overreacting a little bit to what they saw against the Ravens <laughs> a week ago, but I get it. These aren't I know. these aren't great options for a defense. Uh, from Chris wants to know Miami's defense against the Jets or the Chargers defense against the Steelers. I'm going Miami. I'm in my top five this week. I Ooh. mean the Jets. The Jets starting Joe Flacco. You got to think that there's. You know, they can sack. He's not mobile, as we know, and it's not a knock. That's just a fact. But he's doing the polite thing and not talking about why he's not unvaccinated in order to prevent it from being a distraction. That doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't cost something. It doesn't, uh, you know. Whatever. It's the I, polite. The, the, he's showing his real I, leadership, I, I, obviously, because he's not going to talk about it. That's that. Whatever. Uh, another idiot. Um, and I don't care. You you can at me at fans fantasy. He's an idiot. He's not vaccinated there. Um, I'm, uh, I'm with, I'm with Ken. So I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, yeah, well, the, the, y'all can, you're going to at me, whatever you, you want. You can at me, whatever you three want. Three for three. Paul, you can at Paul. Yeah, In fact, yeah. I prefer at Paul. That's what I <laughs> yeah, want you to do. Paul. Paul. We've, I, we've all made a, a collective decision. <laughs> Paul's going to be the spokesperson on this one. You got a problem at Paul. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'll have Laura take over my Twitter. Handle. She's a nurse. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. Respiratory therapist. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I knew that. I didn't know that. If she's love, I'm, I didn't know that. I'm very sorry. I know, I know that's true. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, I, I, I like Miami. Look, the the Dolphin defense, by the way, ha, has played pretty well even before the Ravens uh, game, and they were get, the, the biggest problem early on is their entire secondary was hurt. Well, they're back, and you know they they have good players. I mean, Howard's a really good player. <laughs> uh, why they were trying to trade him early in the season, I don't know. But really good player. So, yeah, I like Miami this week. Uh, from Chris, Allen Robinson, or T.Y. Hilton? <laughs> Yuck. Uh, Boy, that, that I Allen, ta- I mean, that I Allen mean, Robinson thing was sure fun. <laughs> I can't. I, I, hey, man. I what do you do? He's got to play one. There's got to be somebody better. I mean, I, I, I get it. Go see if Bourne's on the waiver wire and play him. Uh, it's Robinson over Hilton. Um, for me, uh, just neither one are any good uh, uh, as far as for fantasy this by year. The way, by the way, I'm in our sleeper league. This is this oh, is, oh well, that's like this is I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm looking in our sleeper league right now, and literally, I was at the the free agent list, and I'm like, oh, Rob Gronkowski's sitting there. I'll pick him up. Yeah. Kyle Ottenheimer picked him up 
two seconds. Oh, so two I wonder he must, have, he must have just been dropped or before something. Before I was able to pick him up, so that's not an option. I mean, you've knocked that league all year, but it's a lot of fun. It's challenging as can be. You have when you use the term fun. <laughs> it's a challenging as can be. It's very challenging. It's but definitely you the, win nothing. That's true. It's also but we've had that problem eternally with Casey's league. That's that's the issue. Look, we could all put up some cash next year. I'm I would rather do that. Okay. I would rather we'll, do we'll, I've we'll, told you that a million times. We'll before. D- we'll do that. Rather we'll do, do that. that. Okay. Um I mean, it's Robinson over over Hilton, but okay. go right. see there, if Bourne's on the waiver there wire. There you go, Chris. I, I, Oh, I'm you know s- what? He follows up. He says, no, Kendrick Bourne is not. Okay, available. well, yeah, I gave it a shot. Uh, I, I'm sorry that you're you're where you are, and the Robinson thing for, for the entire fantasy industry just sucks. But, I mean, the Ravens can be thrown on. Fields has been better, so let's, let's give it a shot. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, go ahead, Paul. Um, I have a lot of questions. A lot. All right. So am I starting Derek Carr or Cam Newton? Cam Newton. Cam Newton. All right. Um, in my flex, Damian Harris. What a world we're living in, by the way. What a world. Damian Harris, Michael Carter, or Rashad Bateman? Oh, Carter. Smash. Okay. Yeah. Um, on the Smash? Smash. For Michael spots. Carter? Yeah. Smash? Mr. Checkdowns is quarterback. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. He may catch 10 balls. Right, fair <laughs> enough. Make a point. <laughs> Latavius Murray or Zach Moss? Oh, so close. Um, so I probably would have given you Moss about 30 minutes ago, and then Brown went out for looks like he's on the COVID list, the offensive lineman for uh, Buffalo. I'm going to go Murray here. All right, because either either way, we have to get a touchdown to be profitable, to be useful. So I'll, I'll hope that Murray gets one. Brian Edwards or Mikael Hardman? <laughs> I have a lot of injured wide receivers. Oh my god! I mean, we're we're. Let's see. <laughs> how far? How far do I have to go down? Uh, Mikael Hardman. Okay. We're 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 outside of flex territory. Just letting you know. Well, I mean, that's no, what we it are. That's what it is. <laughs> no, no. You I mean, players that you got. No, no. If players are hurt. I mean, there's nobody else on the waiver wire. No, there isn't. Um, David Montgomery or Daryl Williams. Oh, we're gonna play Daryl Williams here. Darryl I mean, Williams. I I like I like Montgomery, but uh, still no Ceh. Uh, Williams getting all the touches. Uh, Ravens still do stop the run pretty well. Okay, and are Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown are they are they gonna play? No, neither one of them are gonna play. Uh, feel better about Brown than I would Gronk, um, but I don't I don't think we see either one this week. Okay, all right, all right. very good, Ken. Uh, I want to remind everybody the Glory Days Grill is the place to go to watch the game tonight because they got five ninety nine at Chili Nachos every Thursday. If you need somewhere to watch the game on Monday, they got six ninety nine burgers every Monday at your neighborhood at Glory Days Grill. Stop by your neighborhood Glory Days Grill or put your order in at glorydaysgrill.com. Pick it up, take it home for the weekend, make your family happy. I highly recommend the barbecue cauliflower wings. They are outstanding. Again, glorydaysgrill.com is the website. What else should people uh, know about going into week 11? Uh, still a lot. Um, so... Kyler Murray practiced. Um, that does not mean he's going to play. Uh, they're one of these late buy teams. They're eight and two. I think uh, the Rams losing uh, uh, kind of 
makes him more likely to sit. So we gotta we gotta be careful there. Um, running back, uh, like I said, we talked about him a little bit. Even if Ceh is back, I'm not rushing him into my lineup this week. Uh, I I don't like that situation. Uh, the Gallman situation, the coach flat out came out and said the only reason he was used so much is because they were getting blown out. Um, so if Patterson is out, I don't like I don't love Mike Williams, but he's usable. Um, if Patterson is in, look, uh, you sort of sort of forced to play him. I don't I don't love guys that are. On a short week, have an ankle. We don't know you if know, they practice. By the way, let's talk a little bit more about Cam Newton just because you sure. sort of blew past it and I didn't bring it up at the beginning. Like, are you buying into this as viable moving forward? So here's the thing with Cam Newton. I don't think he can throw the football. Right. Okay? But he doesn't have to. If he's going to – he came in for three plays. It, even if he's just a threat at the goal line – uh, you know, he rushes one in. He finished in the top – he played like eight plays. He finished in the top 20 of quarterbacks last week. I understand. So, yeah, I mean, based on the matchup, uh, you know – It just feels like the type of week where they're going to have to throw the ball more. And and I'm okay with that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that you will, but they don't have anybody to rush the passer in Washington now. Both of their ends that we felt so good about, they're both out. Um, the defense has been better, but you know n- now you. now you're playing, going up against his I old coach. I, I mean, I, I just they have weapons. You you can dump the ball. Look, when even when Cam couldn't throw the ball, he's dumping the ball ten, twelve times to McCaffrey and getting a hundred yards. So, you know, you get two hundred yards, you throw one, and you rush one. We're a top twelve quarterback. All right. All right. So All I right. have him. I have him at thirteen this week. All right. So yeah. Very good. If you didn't get your question in, at Fans Fantasy on Twitter is the way to do it, yes. One more quick thing. Yes. Dallas Goddard yes. Uh, went out kind of – people were upset last week because there really wasn't an official word. He's in the concussion protocol, did not practice yesterday. If he does not get a limited in today, he's probably out this week. Okay. All right. Very good. So continue to monitor that. All right. At Fans Fantasy on Twitter is how you follow him. Next week, obviously, we will not be here on Thursday. We're not doing it. Wouldn't really help much because the game started about 20 minutes after the the show ends. We will be here on Wednesday afternoon. KZ and I will be with you at 4.30 Wednesday afternoon. Same locations, facebook.com slash pressboxsports and pressboxonline.com slash radio to watch or listen to the show. It'll be at 4.30 next Wednesday afternoon for a Thanksgiving week edition of the Pressbox Fantasy Football Show. Cool? Cool. Thank you. All right. KZ, thank you. Thank you. We will see you next Wednesday. For uh, for him and Paul, I'm Glenn. This has been the Press Box Fantasy Football Show.